Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Move. Yes, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast and the place to hang with your internet besties. Got questions or comments? The email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy, of course, being spelled with a K. You can also give us a call or message us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available anywhere fine podcasts are, and of course, at the website, stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And now, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. I got to sit and do my son's taxes with him today for the first time. Oh, (laughs) which is the hoest of ho shit in that, you know, he has to learn that, yes, the government will take money from you and then be like, I want a little more because he ended up owing. He owed owed $49. So it wasn't a whopping amount, but he was still salty that he owed. But does that. That was his first. This is his first time. For the first time to have to owe, that's kind of um, you know. Yeah, first, first time paying taxes, first time owing. But the great state of Ohio uh, gave him a refund, so he got a refund from them. So he did. He did. He did good on the other side of it. So we feel, we feel good about that. <laughs> I get but, double taxed because my employer is in a different state than where I live, so they take all that out. But then I get it all back. And they were asking, my tax preparer was like, is, don't you want to change this so you can get your money like, you know, throughout the year? I'm like, no, I, I really look forward to this chunk of change I, <laughs> once it, a year. It is, uh, it is when he, uh, he asked me what should I, what he should do when he first had to go, you know, do his, uh, do his W2 and stuff. I was like, just claim zero. And that way it, it, they, they'll take a little more and almost always you might, you almost nearly always you'll get a little something back. Now, he could course, probably claim exempt and get more back. Hey, yeah, I guess I'm saying it's just him. <laughs> yeah, especially if he doesn't make you know a ton of money, yeah. claim exempt for as long as you can. Yeah, so I let him. Uh, we we I, he had told me about like he like yo, what's some of these tags? I go, we're, let's I go, let's wait till this payday just in case you owe, and uh, we'll get it knocked out. And indeed, he owes, so we got that paid and so forth. But then, like I said, you get money back from Ohio, more than covered it. And so I'm like, you good, baby. It's like, it's, uh, oh, but he do got, he got to pay the city, city we live in taxes. And he's super salty about that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, bro. It is what it is. It's how it rolls. Cause of course he already paid the city he working in taxes. And now you got to pay the city we live in taxes. I'm like, yeah, that is some whole shit. I got to pay taxes and I don't have a representative in the Senate. <laughs> yeah, that seems a bad day. <laughs> it should just be a, a criminal. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I'll just say that's that is a the wild the way they treat uh, Puerto Rico, DC, Guam, a bunch of other, you know the U.S. other you know constabulatories across the globe who ain't got no kind of representation. Literally taxation without representation. We fought a war about this shit, y'all. It's on it's on the license plates. It's on our license plates. Taxation without representation. Yeah, fucking goofy man. Everybody did y'all did y'all taxes yet? Everybody no sex in the champagne room. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I have not. I have not done it yet. Like, um, we agreed to wait because um, they might have changed some, a couple different tax laws. So we were going to wait until see what what pans out with that. <laughs> no, nothing will be changed enough that's going to change anything for me. But yeah, you, you might have some uh, some 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 deductions you can get our way with and so forth. So I hear you. Yeah, but yeah. Did it happen? Oh, man, them shits was done. Them shits was done before I could even turn them in. As soon as that W two came up, I was like, nope. 
get that done. And then it was like, we can't do nothing with this yet. And I go, it's cool. I'll see you when you can. And when I can, just push to go. Same, <laughs> same, same. I'm just in no thing. hurry to, f- I'm in no hurry to figure out how much I have to pay the government. So no. they, they can wait. Fair, fair. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, it's, it's because for, for the time being, I got about one more year of this before my child is too old. And then, uh, well, then, well, then I still get a little something back for him because uh, for college and all that stuff. But this will be my last official year of like, yeah, having a kid pays off on the tax side of things. Yeah, I, I guess I get the benefits of being an old dad. Like, hey, you know. that was up. Dan, yeah, they don't fuck. they don't lace you up for being a homeowner. Who me? Not really. No, not really. Dead. No. Oh, damn. No, because like uh, I don't know, like my. <laughs> Mortgage insurance and stuff. When I add up all that stuff, it doesn't really like make sense to just take all that rather than the standard deductible. Right. So yeah, I don't really get any benefit off that. I take the standard too. I just started like last year was my first time I let somebody do my taxes for me. And mm. I was amazed at how much money I got back versus when I was doing it myself. What would they find that we are not finding when we do it ourselves? Know. It costs like $500, but I mean, my, my refund is substantial oh well that's what's up yeah if, if, if you coming out coming out winning why not yeah oh my gosh that's that's yeah it's i know i know it's a it's a it's a dullish topic people but it's that time of year man and like i said i had to sit with my mans and do his today and then i had to be like we tried to do a city tax day it's like nah man you ain't you ain't quite registered with the city yet so i'm like i'm like you gotta go talk to the city tax dude I'm telling you right now, it's going to be this dude named Joe. He think he got jokes. They are not good. And I'm like, and then I was like, fuck, I hadn't had to go see Joe in years. And I'm like, I hope Joe's still around. Right. Do Joe still work there? He might be. He might make terrible dad jokes and whatever, but he's always helpful. He always does the most to get you everything back. Because basically, they'll just do your taxes in my city. Your city tax. You just be like, head of your W-2. They'll run it right quick. And be like, there you go. Done. And so... I'm like, it's kind of nice that they that they have that kind of service. But I'm like, yeah, just go see my mans and just pay him right then and there and you'll be done. And so you ain't got to worry about it. But yeah, yeah. And I got to get the other one uh, a dang bank account because uh, I tried to send him some Apple Cash today. And I send him Apple Cash all the time. But I think we probably have hit a threshold of some sort. And, and Apple was like, you need to give me y'all your data. And I'm like, really, Apple? What's up with that? <laughs> and, and then it was like, oh, if you ain't 18 year old and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... It's cool. We'll just get your bank account. You can put your card on there, and then it'll be you'll be straight. So yeah, you're getting uh, into ten ninety nine territory. Yeah, because he want a he want a he want a job anyway this summer, and it's already actually applied oh. with the uh, the local. Oh, and he told me to tell you, hey, Miss Nick. <laughs> Always tell my baby. I said, hey, I will, I will, and uh, he applied with the the you know what is it the the swimming pool all that shit you know it is the department of whatever that is department of recreation yeah 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 and so and they and i guess they will call they said they will hit him back in april when it's a nearer time to get to it so he might be working for parks and rec this uh come this summer so i'm like all right i got you baby <clears throat> i hope yes. there's a one ron swanson involved <laughs> yeah whereas i hope not but you know who knows <laughs> It is. It is a. It is. It is weird to be at this uh, stage of my children's development. So, and, uh, what uh, what's Lee's goal? Do, like, do they do they want like get a car or he said, what did he say? He just, he, he just he just told me today he wants to pay for. Oh crap! What do you want to pay for? Pay for driving school. 
Okay. And and uh, <laughs> pay for driving school and buy one of them cat clocks. You know the cat clocks with the eyes. And oh. the <laughs> so apparently, the toy store up the way from us has a sign on their window that says "Official Seller of That Type of Clock," which made me go, "Wait a minute! That clock is uh something that has to be made by someone officially. That's not just a a regular clock that anybody and their mama can make." And I guess no, it is not. It's a a manufactured item. <laughs> So that's weird to me. And I was like, that is a very specific desires, but have that little man. I got you. And I would, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would guess that like those clocks aren't like a, a mainstay like they were when we were younger that like every year, those things are getting more scarce and more scarce. Right. Well, at this point, if somebody, if there's a corporation that says who officially sells them, Jones, that means of course there are corporations that exist that officially manufactures them. It's again, so strange to me. And so there must be somebody still buying it. Plus, I mean, people collect clocks. That's a thing. Mm. Clocks, watches, timepieces are a thing that, that we we as people collect for some odd reason. So, and they're in a bunch of like restaurants. Yeah, I wonder if everyone just knows like that's where you get them from. How about the folk up the way for the cat clock? I'm gonna look up a cat clock just because I'd like to know who is the manufacturer of these of this product. <clears throat> Kit cat clock, kitty cat clock. Kit Kat clock, man, that is a thing. Oh, actual Kit Kat clock. Yeah. Uh, Kit Kat clock, the original classic black. Visit the Kit Kit Kat clock store. So we click on that link in the Amazon store, and yeah, creating smiles since 1932. The California Clock Company is who hmm. makes these officially. Huh. That's gonna. <laughs> Official Kit Kats. Is this that thug from the Kit Kat Club? I love that it's Kit Kat, but K C and then clock with a K. Hmm. You see this? That's Felix, right? But then some of them are called clock with a C. I wonder if it's a uh, trademark thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's some, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, these, like, these the official official Jones? It's like, look, they got jewels and other things. <laughs> that's, These that's are scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's that's wild to me. Patrons, you don't see my whole ass name and zip code. I might have to blur that out. So <laughs> I just realized what's in the corner of that, that image. I will have to blur that out. No, I might do it. But that is a uh, that is. I don't know. Yeah, but that's that. That's what my child told me. They gonna cop what they what they gig. They first purchase what they gig. So I love that it. Is, that is what's up with that. Uh, let me get to it, y'all. For the first time ever, I did not pick any Oakland lyrics. My apologies, or no, just Bay Area lyrics in general. I did pick some California lyrics though to try to keep okay, me okay. solid. On they do know how to party, <laughs> and. Yeah, I don't think any of y'all know these lyrics. So I'm just going to be real with y'all. This is a a relatively newish song. Okay, then no. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Let me get you with this. If you hit the county, you better hold it down. Grab the bounty, left him on downy, screaming on the ground. Cup running over, son of Ramona, her poster child. The coast is clear. They want to act like Coaster and Noster now. When we was there, they toned it down. How I'm supposed to smile. 
When cheese attract the rats, police attaching facts. They ain't PC, they just trustees. I had to laugh at that. We never talk, just b-boy pose, paroling back to back. Soon as I clap, they scat. I've been with all that jazz. I throw the pill like Uncle Phil, revolver hold McNabs. They trying to hold me back. Hello and welcome to it. It's episode 528. And yes, this is the love frequency. Mm. I'm your host, Andrew Stairs, 713. Join us all my best friends. It's the 216 Zone. Tatum. Hey, 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 hey. I never smoked weed before. I, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> it's the big homie. Lushbox 2099. Meow. <laughs> and of course, during this, actor, singer, podcaster, and dear friend, it's the homie Nick Jew. What's up, Nick? All that work and what did it get me? <laughs> <laughs> and the internet do be providing that song is The Caliphate. It is all Earl Sweatshirt's 2023 album. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Voyeur Dyer, it is that is a Vince Staple verse, and I picked the Vince Staple verse before I knew I was going to have a Nick on the show tonight because we're just going to talk about some other stuff involving Mr. Staples later on in the program. But we're kicking it this week. It's a different show because me and Nick was going back and forth about her impending travels, and I was like, well, I ain't doing no news. I just want to talk about planning for a, a journey. So basically, I'm just going to hit the water with that. Let's talk about traveling. Nick, you're headed over the ocean. Yes. First time? First time. First time. All right. What's I, up? Yeah. Been, Go ahead. Yeah, you've been you've been like you've been to Mexico. I, heard, I, I know because yes. you just talked about it on your show. Yes. So I, I know you have crossed borders before, but this uh this this a big boy one. Yeah. This is my f- longest that'll be the longest flights I've ever man. taken. I don't think that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my big woman. Uh, uh, okay, I don't, we just talked about it before. We said like um, you can't say big girl pants. You're not a girl. We're, we're, we're I think to- big girl pants sounds so much better than big woman. Big woman gives me like liquor house vibes. <laughs> <laughs> big Mama Thornton. Big big big, big woman draws. Big, you can't say big lady. Can't say big woman. Can't no. Say- it's just all got conversation. Appro- <laughs> appropriate size woman pants. <laughs> big girl, big girl pants is great. <laughs> I didn't say big girl panties. Now that no, now I that said got pants. To it. Okay. I said pants, but it's yeah. Uh, appropriate this is, size woman pants. <laughs> I uh, this will be my longest flights. So, as a person who doesn't enjoy flying, that is one of the major things that is uh, giving me a, a great deal of anxiety. But I'm so worried about that, that there's all this other stuff I forgot to worry about. Like the fact that I don't speak the language in two of the places where I'm going to go. And a smart person would have spent this last year on like Duolingo or something. But then I was just like, uh, I'll figure it out. You will. <laughs> Isn't there like Google, a Google Translate app? Or yeah, something? yeah, it's dope too. I've been playing with it a little bit. Like I think it's, you know, uh, T and I were texting about this. Like people, the first time I went to New York, everybody was like, New Yorkers are so scary and this and that, and they're like some of the dopest people I've ever met. I've heard similar things about f- Parisians specifically, but. Everyone that I know who has gone to Paris has been like, it's fine. Just make a small attempt, like a simple bonjour when you walk into the shop will get you very far. And I'm also not like entitled. 
So I don't, I don't expect anyone to like cater to me. I'm going to struggle through like, uh, how much is this? But you know, how, how do you, how, many, how do you say how much is it so far? Oh, I, I know you got it locked. No, that's not, I haven't, uh, my priorities have very much been like greeting people. Yeah. Um, because I feel like after I greet them, I'm going to just be like, parlay anglais and then see <laughs> what happens um how much um uh, why is this combien no using google translate or the apple translate google I've had translate good, good, i've had combien. good success with both how much is this combien car Coute? I don't know. <laughs> Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Right, Ce so, soir. so clearly you're crossing the channel. You're heading to France. Yeah. Where where else in the in the So we're the we begin our journey in the Netherlands. Oh because fuck yeah. every stoner must make a pilgrimage to Mecca. <laughs> hmm. now, now my homeboy Carl. Absolutely hated his time in the Netherlands, but he lived there for a stretch. Oh, as a part of a, I forgot what what a improv group he was with over there. That, that, uh, that. I think, um, was it today? Something I forgot the name of. But keep in mind, Carl said he was working while he was there. Yeah, it's different to work there. Yeah, and then it's different to be overseas working and not making a lot. So yeah, so he he wasn't there for pleasure. He was there for uh, for work, and yeah. he was just like. Not being able to like note the language barrier, the fact that it, it was like it was during the time it was Bush time. Oh no! And he was just like, well, he he was saying like they were they were very uh, confrontational there. Yeah. Um. So he he had a lot of different elements. Just going there for fun. Yeah. You you uh, speak vibes and uh and watch for them bikes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine that everyone hates Americans everywhere. So they hate white Americans. I'm telling yeah, you. We yeah, gotta, yeah. We yeah. Walk. It's weird because they hate Africans. Yes, but there's also the special sauce that everyone has a word to call us a nigga uh, in every yeah. language on the planet. So I, Ooh, you I should <laughs> learn those. Because if you hear it, you can be like, <laughs> right, like okay, uh, so. I, I don't know. I, I think in, ignorance is bliss at that point because <laughs> right. in any other country couldn't be fun. Right. Well, you know, it's not like I'm swinging on people in America who say it. So yeah. it, it would just be nice to know who to avoid. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's always you're being black in America. It's like, are they being rude to me because I'm black, or am I? You know, whatever. So yeah. I think that like. I have a uh, very warm vibe. I'm a very friendly person. I cannot help myself. I think the thing that I'm opening my heart to is just being a good spirit will get me pretty far. I'm hoping. I'm sure. hoping. Yeah. And the person that I'm going with has already gone to all of these places. So it's not like, you know, I'm... Yeah very unfamiliar so the things that i was prepared for are like the plugs 
I bought yeah. this thing on Amazon that has an adapter for like all of the plugs over there. And then like a bunch of, you know, USB and whatever ports. So that I'm good. Uh, the food in the Netherlands. But we're only there like a day and a half. Yeah, this thing's like all like bread and sausages, they vibes. Yeah. Like so, boiled we'll make fish and shit. Is, is Chicken Tenders fish. International? I'm not a chicken tender type of bitch, but worst case scenario, I do want to try McDonald's like in every oh, country we go to. One so, must. Yeah, yeah. But there's like desserts and things I want to try in the Netherlands. <laughs> and obviously like uh go to a hash bar and just for I know the weed is not as good as I like weed to be. Um so the novelty of just being in public having weed is what I'm looking forward to. You need a oh. space cake? No. <laughs> All right. So my one question is and it, which I will probably be the only one to ask this, what shoes are you going to wear? What 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 shoes are like because no matter where I go I always bring a pair of roaches with me, like no matter where I go. Mm-hmm. If I'm going somewhere, cause um, you know you got to have a shoe to look good, but you also need something where you're gonna be walking around all day. Right, right. So I have I've started outfit planning. I'm not fully outfit planned. I treated myself to a pair of leather coach drivers, okay. um, which are pretty comfortable, and I think that they will make decent walking shoes. Um, I probably will be wearing my um, neon green Ivy Park Adidas. Um, so those are got those got boost in them. Yeah, yeah. So which is um, stolen night uh, night technology, which are pretty much roaches. So you yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I also may have a just throw in a pair of whatever to be my workout shoes. It's difficult as a person who is a sneaker person. They're hard to pack because I want to floss. Like I'm overseas. I want to bring my dope Nikes. But I also know that I'm probably only going to have room for one pair of shoes besides the ones I'm wearing, like sneakers, and then like my other shoes for outfits. Because I know that like in the Netherlands, I could wear whatever. But in Paris, in London, I can't like... I can't wear like sweatpants. One must. (laughs) Yeah, I need need to have outfits. So, you know, I'm considering um, wearing some some ones, but they're not the best walking shoes. So I don't want to waste a pair of shoes. I feel like you did great by like saying that you're going to pack the, the like the boots because those are like nice shoes and like they're comfortable as hell. Like you can't. They're my airport shoes and they're like neon highlighter green. So I always get a ton of compliments with them. They're hard to put into outfits because of the color, but also when you're wearing a shoe that flashy, it really doesn't matter. The shoe it doesn't is, matter. Yeah. The, the, the first rule of wearing a shoe with color is confidence. Like, yeah. You, you going to say something to me? You know, right. I look good. <laughs> rule number one. Yeah. Well, so I'm still, it. I'm still outfit planning. <clears throat> I have pulled one, two, three, four, five. Yes, five websites up to talk about what to expect on your first trip to Europe. This is what's one thing. This one is a Reddit post saying, "Hey, a checklist for, checklist for going to Europe for the first time," and it's only like a few months old. So that one's I think is like a little more or whatever. 
two uh, Rick Steves, you know, you know, that <laughs> guy used to be, if you, if you had PBS, you know who Rick Steves yeah. is. And then I think I got another one from uh, Earth Trekkers, things to know when planning your first trip to Europe. So I got a few things I pulled so we can try to see where, where we match up here. Uh, I guess I can link these in the show notes I mean, if you're so inclined. This is, this is definitely a Nick focused show. This is me wanting to talk to Nick about going to, uh, going out of town, y'all. I, I told her as much. I was like, let's just make content out of it. <laughs> so here we are making content. Uh, this first one uh, j- just updated January twenty January seventeenth, twenty twenty four. So relatively we tight on that. What's expecting your first trip to Europe? Uh, this is travel. Yes, please is the way of this website. Rhonda Krause is on the byline. And uh, Rhonda on, on her little side says, I'm Rhonda, a curious Canadian who makes it a priority to travel every chance I get. So it's going to be from perspective that we might uh, not get. Uh, ever since my first trip to Europe as a teenager in 80 in 98, it's been one of my favorite places to travel. Lots of reasons why I love Europe, the history, the architecture, the way of life. Mostly I love, be- I love it because I love, it because I find traveling there quite easy. Europe is a place that I didn't expect experience a lot of culture shock. Of course, many things are different than in Canada, but nothing too extreme that I felt uncomfortable. Still, I remember being nervous to visit Europe for the first time. I was especially anxious on my second visit because I was traveling there solo. You ain't doing that yet. Uh, it's absolute, it is absolutely normal to feel apprehensive when traveling somewhere for the first time. A lot of that nervous injury comes from simply not knowing what to expect. So here's what to expect on your first trip to Europe. We put together this first-time visitor's guide to help ease the minds of travelers planning their first trip to Europe. Some of the, the points are small, specific things you, you may be wondering about. Others, more general helpful tips. If you visited Europe before, this list will sound obvious. For those of you who are planning your first trip, I hope you find this helpful. So let's run through some of it. Electricity in Europe. You're already on that. Electric supply in Europe is two, 220 volts, which means that your appliance is using North America's voltage of 110. We'll need a transformer, basically a step-down converter. It's too much power in Europe. <laughs> Many devices like cell phones, laptops, tablets, and camera chargers have a built-in converters and will automatically accommodate the change in voltage. Read the label to make sure. I travel with a dual-voltage hair appliances, blow-dryer, hair straightener, so I don't have to bring a converter. You'll need an adapter to plug in your electronics. Most of the socks in Europe take two round pins. Switzerland also has three pins, and Great Britain and Ireland take three rectangular pins. I've seen their plugs. Mm. They are weird. They sideways and so forth and so on. Hotel rooms in Europe can sometimes be smaller than other parts of North America. As hell, but as someone who visits New York City very often, the room size is not alarming to me. There you go. This was definitely the case in Paris and our hotel in uh, Würzburg, where we didn't encounter we didn't encounter really small hotel rooms anywhere else in Europe. So a couple spots. Paris, big big old cities gonna have smaller spaces. And also, be careful of a bathtub. I had to look at hundreds of pictures of hotel rooms to uh, ensure there would be a shower in our room. Mm. And the hotel that we booked in Paris, the room says with shower because many of them only have a bathtub. That's good to know. I would not be mad about that. I'm a guy who I'm soaking the tub, but I hear you. But you like uh, on vacation with somebody sharing a room, you got to fill up a tub, drain the tub, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, when booking rooms, we found the bed descriptions to be quite confusing. It still confuses me, basically. What you can expect is two twin beds pushed together or two single mattresses with separate duvet comforters on one double bed frame. Mm-hmm. Bring your own washcloth. For some reason, the hotels in Europe don't provide small cloths for washing your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have never thought that. Uh, bottled water will be given to you in restaurants. It is not the norm in most places to be served tap water. 
Most of the time when we asked for tap water, we were given a funny look and told no. <laughs> also, if you don't like carbonated water, make sure you ask for water with no gas. Still water is, is what Vanessa said they, they would say in Germany. Still wasser. Because and then the other one is everything else is basically mineral water. You're gonna get some fizz. And don't you have to like ask for ice a bunch of places too? Like- they don't. Ice is not something that they normally will give you. And then what's weird? A lot of places don't you have it. They, just, I don't know. I don't drink like like if I go to restaurants in America, I don't get ice in my beverages. Yeah, but I I can understand if you do why you would want that. Uh, people in Europe seem to eat dinner later than in North America, or at least a lot later than I like to eat. So. uh Expect to linger longer in restaurants. In general, staff are not in a hurry to bring you a bill unless you ask it. for it. I love mm. it. Yeah. In general, tipping in <sighs> Europe is appreciated, but not expected. Tips also be- tend to be more modest, such as rounding the bill up to a convenient number. Usually the menu will say if service if service is included. If it's not, if it's not, tipping 5% is normal. 10% is a big tip. Uh, restaurants and popular tourist destinations, large cities have their menu in multiple languages, so you'll be okay with that. But also, like I said, you got the translator. Right. Uh, some places, bread will be put on your table whether you ask for it or not. If you don't want to pay for it, don't eat it. Mm. Oh, that ain't free bread. Okay. That is no. kind of gangster. That's kind of sweet. Like, uh, oh, don't tell the big biscuits. Cost, baby. Don't eat none if you don't want them. <laughs> so do they, like, reuse the, the the bread you don't eat? ABC bread. That that gives me more. That that tells me even more not to eat that bread. Right. I'm good. This might this might be return of the bread. I don't need that. Return <laughs> of the yeast. Yeah. Typical typical breakfast in some countries is pastry and a cup of coffee. In some places, you'll see a lot of cold cuts and cheese for breakfast. While in France, only three days in our trip to Europe, around in France, comma only three days in our trip to Europe, comma Mike was really craving a breakfast of bacon and eggs. What was that for? Anyway, <laughs> Ireland was different, though, and I was regularly served hot, hearty breakfasts more similar to what we eat in Canada. Okay. Mm. Definitely uh, having a full English. <sighs> a fry up. It's going to happen. Up. I love it. Uh, trains are generally the best way to get around Europe. So I know I already know you're going to be, uh, you got to take a train at least to go from France to England. So We've already me... booked our trains. We did that in advance because we heard, we heard they could sell out. Um, so we're training from Amsterdam to France and from France to London. Excellent. The URL pass is what mm-hmm. uh, they say is the move. And you can book it with like different accommodations. You just get the regular seat. You can book one that's premium that comes with like bar and all that too. So like, that's pretty cool. Dope. Uh, if you need to take a taxi, make sure they're from a reputable company. Do some research before you head hand before you hand to find out what the official taxi company is called and what the identifying features of their cabs are. When in doubt, ask your hotel for recommendations. Uh, bike share programs. Are you going to be riding a bike anywhere? No. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> European cities are very walkable. Their main attractions is close proximity to each other. Bring a comfortable pair of shoes. Just went over that. You're good on that. Public washrooms are available, but be prepared to pay to use them. Hmm. We paid anywhere from 50 cents to a, or 50, I guess, you know, 50 euro to a dollar, a full euro to use washrooms. Sometimes there were a turnstile you had to put coins in. Other times there was a dish of coins on the counter. While I hate having to pay, I like that these washrooms were kept clean more often than not. Some large cities such as Paris and London have London have with coin-operated water water closets, WCs, on street corners. After you insert the money, the door opens. You have 15 minutes of toilet use. After you leave, the chamber disinfects itself. So uh, what happens if you end up like it's a long, it's a long boy. Like, what do you do after the, like you probably uh, get um, disinfected? 
Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I mean, I would like, hope if you have to do to the point where you're going to be in the bathroom for more than 15 minutes, you would just like walk back to the hotel. Like, I'm, I gotta, I gotta drop one. What, what if that that game on Monopoly go? Like, it just start going hard as hell while you sitting there. <laughs> okay, I like this little bit of advice. If you walk confidently into a cafe, especially one that's busy or has outdoor seating. You'll be able to get away with using the washroom without making a purchase. Oh, God. Hotels are good for this, too. Just walk in like you belong there. Yeah, that's a thing I do in America. Walk into yeah. a hotel to go to the bathroom yeah. all the time. Uh, I found you to be quite safe, but just like anywhere else, you want to be alert. Common sense. Pickpocketing is a problem in big cities and around popular tourist attractions. Keep your valuable, valuables close and always be aware of your surroundings, especially on the subway. I I, I get why people say that, right? But I I be going to New York and be on the subway in Boston on the subway People just, like I ain't never did a like anywhere in my life. People don't be, but it also I be in Manhattan, Boston. I'll be all over the place. So I can't really call it. So maybe because I'm in like a more of a I don't no, know. No, I be in area. Brooklyn, Harlem, all that. It's the same everywhere. People just. I, that was the biggest thing that people tried to scare me about. Like they'll come up to you and grab your phone out of your hand on the subway. Like no, they won't. Yeah, I've, I've I've never been bothered on any of the trains of the cities that have trains that I've been in. So uh, I am uh, nervous about Paris. I hear the the crime do be criming there. Um, <laughs> so I have one of those like theft proof bags, and so the weather is going to be like forties at night, fifties during the day. So what I do when I'm out in DC is I wear my bag under my jacket. Yeah. You know you you know what to do because because we know what to do. We've been right. trained this whole our whole life. Uh, let's see. And I live literally in a city with hella crime. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the rest of her article is just like go see this, go see that. But you know what you're gonna go see, you can go see. So we ain't tripping over that. I I did not think about the change for the bathroom thing. That's new to me. So I'll definitely write that down. I had not planned on bringing much cash with me because I think that you can just use cards and tap to pay pretty much everywhere. So the experience I've had with, with, and literally we'll have this weekend is banks, credit card companies, all of them be on some bullshit and charge you fees for conversion. And so I'm not saying have all cash, but some cash mm-hmm. so you are are, are, are not hit, getting hit with every fee all the damn time i have I a say. credit union who's pretty good about that sort of thing so i will add that to the list of things to look up to see if Very they'll good. charge me for that because i the last thing i want is hella cash because we're going to three different countries <laughs> well like i said two of them you can get over the euro which is france and the netherlands yeah and England is is the Great British Pound. It is what it is, especially uh, you know Brexit because they be on some whole shit. So it just is what it is. Yo, you gotta get like just basically one of everything to bring back. You know, yeah, you that's, get you a nice Euro coin, a mm-hmm. good you know what I'm saying, a pence or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a pound, a note. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I I worry about. I worry that I'm the least prepared for the Netherlands. So I don't know anything about that place. I mean, you know, it's a, like I said, super bikey city. That's they. That's how they move in that city. But and they, 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 they are not cool about it. That's the one thing everybody who seems to tell me about. Like, like I said, just keep head on a swivel. Like I said, but you going with somebody who's been there before, so you definitely gonna get guided through the process. You are gonna be great. That's probably one point where you are gonna have like a lot of fun because it's like it's it's brief, so you won't you won't even have enough time to get sick of it. You like yeah. this is pretty great. 
I'm going to the Anne Frank Museum. I wasn't going okay. to at first, but I'm I'm going. And then we're gonna do a Van Gogh Museum while we're yes. there, which I'm very excited about. Vince is my dog. And then um, in Paris, the highlight of the trip would be for me going to Rim Rim to the Champagne houses. Okay. So this next day or so, I think I want to narrow it down to which house I want to. I would like to visit. Sweet. The Eiffel, Louvre, all that shit. I don't know that I I want to go in the Louvre. Uh, definitely want to go out front and take that picture uh-huh. that everyone takes in front of that diamond thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- my thought process is that because I live in DC, we have a ton of really amazing museums. They're all free that I don't necessarily feel like I need to go, but I'm also holding space for like being there, being like, Oh, I'm here. I should probably yeah. go. Yeah. Like I know the Mona Lisa is small. Yeah. I've seen another uh, portrait of a similar size when they had it on display here. And the size is very disappointing. And I don't know that I want to <laughs> stand around a bunch of people to see a small ass painting that I know is going to be small. <laughs> but what if you show up one of them days where somebody's throwing soup at it? That'd be fun. Oh, I no, would man. be so mad. I would probably fight them. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that shit was disheartening. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. It's because I know she's safe. I never even trip off of it. I right. just have to laugh at these people for being idiots. Yeah. Like, I, I brought... <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you brought, but whatever. And we're going to see a play on the West End in London with our Super man Billy Crudup. Uh, he's oh. in a play called Harry Clark that is opening the weekend that we're there. I was hoping against hope to see the arsenal while we were in town, but them tickets is like $350. Uh, so maybe we will slide into a pub while the, while the match is on. You can find an uh, arsenal support pub and just kick with them. Mm-hmm. That could be a good time. It's probably, the, probably what most people do do right. in England. Cause like, like I can't, I feel like that out. would be more fun anyway. When, when you see Billy Crudup, I want you to yell, play Fever Dog! As an actor, I would never do that in the theater. <laughs> Fever Dog! Scratching, Scratching at my at back door. I hear you howl. Oh my gosh. Uh, this uh, is a Reddit post, r slash travel. Uh, this person asks, hey, I'm going to Europe for the first time. What's the deal? And uh, somebody, first post is European beer. So let me. So, so here's something I did. I don't know if you've looked into, but I thought I, when I first saw it, I was like, "Yo, that is smart." Make sure your health insurance will cover your costs outside the U.S. I don't think you're gonna have any issues, but to be aware, yeah, I might. Yeah, but also, don't they have free health care and shit over there? I they see do, all but they these be, stories they about be, people going to the hospital and not ever having to pay anything over there. Hey, I, I'm hopeful that that's the cost, but nothing wrong with knowing, you know. Yeah. Uh, get travel insurance in case of emergency. Uh. Repatriation, baggage loss, death. Jesus, this is from a European. They say so. This guy, this person claims to be a European. So, uh, make sure you understand how you will be, how you will charge you, you charge will be charged for using your phone abroad, which is something about me and Nick was just talking about. So I, I, that is something you've gotten covered now. Uh, make sure your credit cards and are enabled for contactless payment or chip and pin payments. You know what's up with that. Uh, ensure you have a Visa or MasterCard. Almost no other credit cards are accepted. Amex sometimes, but rare. Uh, get yourself fit for walking. You already are. Uh, good footwear on that. Pack light. Most airlines inside Europe allow one single suitcase. You ain't, fl- you ain't you get, you're flying one, but then you're training the rest of the way. So you should be good on that. And you know what you got to do with that. Uh, adapters. You already did that. Uh, 
don't bring any electrical devices that heats electric carriers double the voltage and will explode. Well, we, 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 that's why we get step down converters, buddy. Uh, small backpack as a day bag. And a few of those fabric tote bags, most food shops don't give bags for environmental oh, reasons. That is a good one. Okay. Uh, cultural things that might make your trip more fun. Remember that most countries in Europe think of themselves as country first, European second. So mm. things can be very different between the Czech Republic and Germany, for example. Learn a bit about each country before you arrive. I know you already have. Uh, try and learn a few words in the language of where you're going for each place. Please and thank you. Uh, We'll get it will get you smiles when shopping and and most of the staff speak English anyway. So, what yeah. is gonna get me to draws? <laughs> That's the language I want to speak. Uh, let's see, research uh, each country's cash base. Who takes credit? There you go. Uh, get some foreign currency, maybe two hundred, three hundred euros in cash. And that, yeah, we we just talked about that. Just a couple of shekels on you that way. If you need it, you got it. Uh, train yourself before you go to Europe. Uh, things are a little quieter in restaurants and in public. Yeah, Americans, we'd be loud as fuck and everybody tells mm-hmm. us about that. They say they always can tell Americans because how loud we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm be loud. Okay. American and black, I'm loud. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> try and be okay with people staring at you. Uh, yeah. Sure, enjoy. Take it all in. Uh, be okay with what you might think of as slow or bad service because, of course, they just vibing over there. Uh, look up the tipping culture for each country you're going to. Everywhere will do it differently, both in the amount and how you how much you leave, and how you leave. I guess. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, and we we already talked about clothes and stuff, so that's what this person's recommended. And I think we 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 discussed most <clears throat> of those things. Let's see what the homie Rick Steve says. Uh, language we done that one. Restaurants we talked about that one. At a table or at the bar. Throughout Southern Europe, drinks are cheaper at the bar than at a table. The table price can be a great value if you want to linger and enjoy a world-class view such as Venice's St. Mark's Square or Krakow's Main Market Street. Thanks, Rick Steves. You'd be on some shit. Uh, don't overtip. A service charge is almost always included in Europe, so locals just leave coins on the table, rounding up there a bit. Everybody seems to think you can just whatever. Uh, passport check. Don't be allow- alarmed if you're asked to temporarily surrender your passport when checking in at a hotel. It's an EU requirement for hotels to collect your name, nationality, and ID number for their law enforcement databanks. Interpol gonna know who you are. <laughs> so, uh, hotel doesn't keep. Uh, I mean, that is what my man Rick Steve says. Let's check the date on this. This uh, actually, he doesn't have a date on this. So maybe this is an always thing. So it's possible, but that's good to be aware of. If somebody, if somebody come out to your, you ain't gonna be too taken aback by it, and. Uh, Again, you ain't traveling for Dolo, so you know they could be like, "Nah, I ain't never had that question asked before, and I'm not coming up off of it." You'd be like, "Oh, cool, cool." Uh, hotel keys, especially in characteristics family-run hotels, you may find yourself fumbling with an old-fashioned key, often attached to a cumbersome key fob. You might be wondering how to fit fit it in your pocket, but don't even try. Your hotelier expects you to turn in the front key as you come and go from the hotel. Okay, mm. so. Uh, European hotels are often in centuries-old buildings, so be prepared for idiosyncrasies. Rooms are small, bathrooms are quirky, you might need to climb stairs to reach a reception desk, a double bed might be two twins to put together, uh, especially in Northern Europe. Don't be confused if your top sheet is missing. Uh, many hotels use covered duvets instead of a top sheet. 
you may need to lower your lower your washcloth and towel expectations. Bring you just you you know what it is. I already wow. Know. I would have never thought to bring a wash towel. It was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to bring some washcloths. Like, (laughs) I'm prepared to use a sponge, which I don't typically use to to bathe, but I'm going to pack a a couple of washcloths. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Night noises. European cities have a lot of noise. Night noise. If you're sensitive to noise, don't pay a premium for a room with a view. Take a quiet room in the back instead and pack earplugs. God dang, Really? Uh, better yet, leave your room, get out in the streets and make, make it, make them even more noisy. Oh, Rick, you're nice. Cultural tourism happens in the streets as much as in museums <clears throat> and you're not doing any driving. So we're not going to bother with the driving one. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, did I close one of Rick Steve's, uh, without intention history recently closed tabs. I think I might've, I did close a Rick Steve's checklist without unintentionally. Here, here, another checklist one. So this, these are I, I like these. Uh, proper guidebook. If traveling with, with if traveling with one of mine, Rick Steves over here hustling his own uh, guidebook. But there you go. <laughs> Pass. Make sure your passport's good. I know you have. Uh, flights are good. Uh, how you getting around Europe? You've done. You're not driving. You you are in the process of getting all your reservations tightened up. So you're on your own that one. We're good. Everything's booked. Check and see if you want to buy travel insurance, compare the cost of the insurance and the, and potential loss and so forth and so on. So you can look into that. Uh, call your bank. Alert them that you'll be traveling. That way they know. So you got to let your credit union know what's up. Uh, backup copies of important travel documents, including your itinerary. We know what's up with the phone. You know, most people have Wi-Fi in Europe, so you know what that is. Uh, download any maps you'll want to have. Like, so that is something I, I, I do, even when I travel, like in America, you know, Google Maps, App Maps, over some have a feature that lets you download the map just in case you have no service somewhere. That way you got that done already. So that is something I, I fully agree with. Uh, take care of your medical needs. Visit your doctor for a checkup. See if you need to have anything done. That way you ain't got to be worrying about that. And we already talked about you make sure the doctor was cool with you. You try fly for a long period of time and all that. Yeah, good I've got to so. t- I've, I've be on blood thinners while I'm there, which sucks because I can't really drink as much as I want to when I'm on blood thinners and in con- combination with my cholesterol medicine. So I, it won't be a, a very drinky trip, but I think that like, if I could just have some wine, you know, and, and that in, in yeah. Paris, I, I'll be fine. And, and a pint in, in London. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pint in London, some absinthe in France. You'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, list of, make a list of valuables that you're bringing. I'm not bringing anything valuable. Including serial numbers, makes, and models. Take photos of your items to serve as a record in case anything comes short. That way you got like, okay, now here's pictures of them that have been saved, you know, on the cloud. And you can, and that way you have stuff like that. Uh, and you're, you know what the planes is. So that's what my man Rick sees. Last, this is the last one. This is uh, Earth Trekkers. Seven things to know when planning a trip to Europe. Uh, let's see. Those are just itineraries. Travel time. I'm trying to scroll through and see. Don't try to see see everything on your first visit. I already know you're not. You seem very you know level-headed about what you're trying to do and, and the time you're trying to do it in. Uh... Don't forget to factor in travel time. I mean, if you lived in California for any period of time, which I know you did. Yes, we know about travel time, people. (laughs) 
that's for people who probably like like live in the, the country or the suburbs who maybe may not be thinking that way. But if you ever lived in any kind of urban area, yeah, travel time is baked in. We know. Trust. Uh, trains versus planes. You already on, we already know what's going to do there. Use open jaw flights to macro. I don't know what an open jaw is. Open jaw flights arrive in one city and depart from a different city. For example, yeah. you arrive in London and depart from Paris. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I didn't book at the same time. I booked a, a, my flight separately. Yeah. Uh, what about jet lag? Jet lag is the feeling of fatigue from crossing multiple time zones. Some people, some lucky people have minimal symptoms, while others can feel exhausted for several days. If you're flying to Europe from the U.S., you most likely will be on an overnight flight arriving in the morning or midday. This is a very good chance that you'll feel tired on your first day, but if you had trouble sleeping on the airplane, you might feel like more like a zombie. To get over jet lag quickly, it's best to stay awake the first day you and go to bed early. I will admit that there have been a few times where we took a midday nap because we desperately needed it. With this being said, it's usually best to schedule busy to, to best to not schedule a busy list of things to do on the first day of your itinerary. Sure, you'll be excited and be in a new place, and that can be energizing, but it will be difficult for most people to function at 100% on their first day. So I leave here at 5 p.m. I land at 7 a.m. Amsterdam time. Yeah. I'm banking on the fact that I cannot sleep on planes. I don't think that I will sleep at all. There's a two-hour window before my friend's flight lands in which I will find a corner of the airport and take a quick nap if needed. And then I don't have anything scheduled until 3 o'clock that day. And the only thing I have scheduled that day is the Anne Frank house. So the plan is, worst case scenario, I cannot sleep on the plane. I cannot get this nap at the airport. We're just going to go through the day, like check in our hotel, whatever, have some lunch. I go to the Anne Frank thing, and then after that, I'm going the fuck to sleep. <laughs> so that's the plan. <laughs> there you go. You you plotted and scheme anything. Like I said, we know the phone shit. We talked about that earlier. We now know this passport thing, which is strange, but go, good to be aware. Okay, <laughs> somebody be like, come bought that passport. Like, hold on, buddy. <laughs> but other than that, you seem like you have done everything that all these people have recommended. You know what you're up to. I don't know, buddy. I think you're straight. I just have to pack. And everybody keeps asking me if I've started packing. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm going to leave for like a week. <laughs> when you head out? Next Sunday. Okay. Mm. Very good. I found two things to ask you for. They are both Cadbury bars. Wonderful. Here, I'm trying to find them right quick. <laughs> it's the Cadbury cream egg bar. And the Cadbury hot cross bun bar. And oh. it will be, it's like Easter season. So that cream I, yeah. egg. Oh, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, anything else? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm down. I, I am not eating candy for Lent. So I may be bringing things back for myself as well. That's what's up. Have you, you get to see all the Haribo over there. Haribo yeah. of types and sorts that you never even thought existed. That's crazy. It, it's a it's a it's a very fun thing. Get you all the Kinder shit too. I'm going. Me and Box are heading up uh, north this weekend. So Canada. Yeah, yeah. So I always uh come through and get uh get my uh my little my little chocolate. Wait, so y'all do y'all always get stopped at the border? Is that like a do sometimes they just nod you through, or every single time they have to? You have that to was stop. the first time that ever happened to us. 
ever. Most of the time it is. I mean, okay. we, we don't get nodded through like they talk to us and check our shit. But like yeah, that was the first time we ever got pulled out of the car. They're it, basically yeah. like, what was the purpose of your visit? Where are you going? Yada, yada. That, that, so, yeah, that, they asked that at the box, right? And then when I said what we was doing, they was like, go over there. I think I think you're trying to sell drugs or something. I'm like, I'm not. I really am taking this guy to the beach. He had just been out. He had just gotten out the hospital. <clears throat> we I was like, yeah, we probably just need some time to get the fuck out of here. Let me go show you this beach I fuck with, even though it's kind of chilly in this time of year. Let me go show you this shit. Because I'll go to the beach on a cold day because I like walking and looking at water. But to them, that seems strange. <laughs> Which is crazy so, to me. They had same-sex marriage long before us, so I know they didn't suspect y'all of doing weird gay stuff. Nah, man, they just they 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 thought they thought they caught a vibe, and I just did not give a damn, and still didn't care. Because then, then when they come start the car, I'm like, "Are you gonna see in my car? In the back of my car are bags from Canadian grocery stores, because <laughs> I'm up there enough that I know I you know I have my little tote bags that all the stores give you, and the car was otherwise clean. Lee cleaned my car today in preparation for this. I was like, man, just in case they pull me over again, let's get right. the car clean. <laughs> so the car is clean and ready. It's, it's, it's all to the good. So like I said, I, most cases you just go to the little booth and they'd be like, all right, welcome to Canada. And they wave you through and, and it takes a while. You know what I'm saying? It's always a while, no matter what, because they got the purpose of your visit. Let me look at these passports. Do you have guns? Do you have drugs? Every time they ask me if I have guns, I get so fucking offended because I'm not a gun dude at any right. way, shape, or form. And like, I would never. But I I get it. It's American. You. And so, yeah. yeah. They think we all have guns. I mean, the math is always going to be on their side for that. True. <laughs> so, I'm worried about customs coming back, but like, I guess it's you always to the that. airport very early. When Whenever we come back across the, the Canadian border, they be like, what you come back with? And I'm, it's always always groceries and, and and they either are shocked or amused on, on on the american side and it's like and i'm like and what do you I'm like what do you mean groceries i go they have a cereal up there that I, they don't sell in america that i always buy an ample supply of when i go up north i buy this flour that vanessa's grandma can't get down here anymore because they stopped making it in america i buy uh, five Alive, which is the juice we used to have in America, but they don't have it in America no more, but they do have it in Canada, and I buy a bunch of that. And always, always a grip of Kit Kats for Box. And in this case, Box come with me, so I'm saying I don't got to buy him Kit Kats. And chocolates for Vanessa and stuff like that there. And I told I told Lee, I'm going to get you a bunch of chocolate for Kit Kats. And he like, nah, I already want no chocolate this time around. I'm like, that's fine. And I get Xander ketchup chips <laughs> and all dressed Cause I fuck with all dress. I love all dress. They're so good. And so it was also always my normal just food. It's just my re-up of Canadian supplies. We go, the, the plan this time is I'm looking for some retro video games. I think box will probably look for some retro toys and, or just be coming because he is my homeboy and come with me. <clears> to <throat> and, uh, we're going to Windsor way. This go around, sir. Cause it's supposed to be warmer on that side of the map. So we're going to Detroit way, not the, Oh, Eerie way. <laughs> How long of a drive is that? Well, my buddy will be brokenhearted then. Well, what, what do you want? Uh, he, we were gonna. I was gonna hunt uh, a regional exclusive Pokemon in Buffalo, but that's okay. Is there any? Is there something that's not gonna be available the other way? You think? It's only in Buffalo because it's a Buffalo. Oh, there's it's a, a Buffalo Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. 
whatever. It's not like we ain't going to go the other way at some point. I just was not, I, when I looked at the weather, I was like, it's going to be uh, cold in the general uh, Fort Erie, Toronto. It, colder than in, oddly enough, in Windsor. So I was just like, yeah, we'll just go to Windsor way. How long I'm going to be doing a, a lot of tapping. Oh, cool. Like three, three and a half hours tops. Oh, I would be in Canada every weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Windsor is basically uh, Detroit. Yeah, that's the I the time I went to Detroit, the person I was with was like, if you take the wrong exit, that's Canada <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah, I don't how know Buffalon. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so but um Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you go the other way, if you go to like the Buffalo way, is it is like it's three hours to get basically to the to the border, about an hour at your at your crossing, because it's just cars be lined up. And then, like, if I go, if we go into Fort Erie or Niagara Falls, it's just across the border. If you go into Toronto, it's about five hours because you got to get up the road a little bit further. And Missagua, Toronto, that uh, that situation. But yeah, the Windsor Way, like I said, nothing to it. That's just going up to Detroit, which, like, like I said, like three hours, and it's like, like, like you said, it's it's, a, it's an exit that you take, and that'll get you across. And then coming back, you actually come back underneath the GM building, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. But that's how you get back. So we'll be in Detroit for any. Do I want buddies? <laughs> might, might. No, so. we, we gotta try to. Well, I guess we need to try the other place they were talking uh, uh, talking about that had great Detroit style pizza. Remember oh, the one with like the the lemon yes. custard, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was in a Mister. It was in a Mister. Chime Time video. Chime Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard y'all talking about that Chime Time dude. He is very mean. <laughs> oh, you, you got <laughs> You gotta see his last video. He oh. comes up in my feed every so often, but I don't like follow him anywhere. I don't. I, I watch Keith Lee stuff, but I don't follow Keith Lee. I don't either. Yeah, mm-hmm. every, I, when when I'm in a Keith Lee split, I, I would go type his type him in the search, and I will watch a little bit of, of like you know four, five, six videos, and I, I have my feel. Have so. y'all heard about that? Who the fuck did I marry? Thing on TikTok, bruh. Vanessa watched nearly all of it. I refuse. And then. So it was. It's like fifty of them shits. It's all eight of, hours long. All she, of them. She talked minutes. too slow for my taste. Like you need to talk a little motherfucker faster. I came to bed the other night. She had fallen asleep with that shit playing. I had to lock her phone to shut that shit down. I was like, no, baby. And then she finally this morning was like, I had to give up on it. It was too much. And I'm like, right, yes, it's far too much. I read the cliff notes on Twitter, and it was like ten screenshots. Yeah. Mm. She married a a, a a a a terrible, not terrible. So so as Vanessa was getting through it, she was like, "I think this dude might be schizophrenic with delusions of grandeur." And I'm like, "Hmm, maybe it, it could be that kind of vibe." So, and she also sounds super indoctrinated, like all that church stuff that tells you that you're not valuable unless you have a husband or whatever. So. It was like she put up with all that just to have a man, which is a chronic illness for people in the church. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm aware of it. I'm not, uh, you know, whatever about it. <laughs> I refuse. But there you go. Nick is is, is, is getting there uh, prepared to, to, to travel across the seas. It's going to be great. Uh, any no, you said straight shot, no stops between you ain't got like no uh, no, uh, no uh, Iceland stop. Some people I can't do, do it once I'm up, I'm up. 
<laughs> we're down. We're down. Some some people, some people do that little Iceland stop and do a little hang, you know. So yeah, my my mother is that way. She hates flying as well, so she has to stop. But I'm like, to me, the terrifying part is the takeoff and the landing. So if yes. I only have to do that once, that's fine. I think that I'm not as worried about like turbulence and stuff anymore because I rationalize that. It is like the sheer idea of what I'm gonna do trapped in this flying bullet for seven and a half hours fair uh do you have i have so i asked if you have a travel song or songs that you play typically yes um i love to take off to window seat nice can I get a ticket out of town, a look around, and a safe touchdown? Um, I also fly a lot with Kendrick. Okay. Typically nice. Good Kid, Mad City. So I have two tracks. It's always the same two tracks. It it has not changed in a very long time. I listen to uh, Traveling Man by Most Def off uh, DJ Honda, Most Def track. And uh, that's usually my little taxi track. I'm saying when we about to go line up on the on on, on the old uh, tarmac there, I don't even know if tarmac is the right word for that situation. I hear it thrown around a lot, but I'm like, I feel like my man Seth said tarmac is not the right word for what you're doing out there. But whatever. <laughs> and when we take off, I literally play the song "Take Off" by Bubba Sparks, and I play it while taking off. Oh, nice! And I love that song so much. I can't forget the bumps on the road to Hartsville. Andy's scared to fly, but surely Bubba Sparks will. And it just chill and i get up because i hate take i hate take off and i hate landing i don't hate landing as much take off take off really get me same guts i like landing because i'm like oh the ground (laughs) right on let's go and i'm like (laughs) like if if we are this close to the action usually we can probably just you know slide to a stop if it went sideways anything happened we we close enough like (laughs) i like uh you know typically i sit next to the window but after a door flew off the fucking plane i'm not doing that anymore so i'm sitting in a window seat this time. I mostly fly JetBlue because I'm mostly flying uh, places JetBlue go and they have the, I don't know, Comfort More plus whatever seat and it's usually near the window. Gee, you did not push record. Yes, he did. It says I'm look, I'm right one hour, one minute and 41 seconds. Oh, Ma says waiting on host to record. No, you, oh, you know what? Yours does say not recording. Hmm. I didn't really say shit anyway. It's okay. Uh, one, I, one, I know it's recording the uh, the, the overall thing. track, and we'll see if you have the video. Should, should video I refresh? Will refresh though. But yeah, yours does say not recording. We'll see how that all plays out for you people. <laughs> 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 but for once, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, I was on that. But yeah, man, I uh, yeah, it says you're recording now, and like I said, I'll see. And and I, I, I we we've had it where it says that before, and then uh, it, you know we have the, the composed track will always have all the information, so we'll have audio and the video situation. I'll figure it out. Uh, and if you don't have video this week, patrons, uh, sorry, it just worked out that way. All my fault. No, that's not anybody's fault. Who that that was weird. That was the system doing you like that. The system. The system. Shady. <laughs> Unity. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let me uh, go ahead and hand the reins of this over to Anthony. Uh, first up, as always, is Tatum. Ant-Man, what's the good word this week, sir? Man, um, 
Not a whole lot. Um, I think I have a, a pinched nerve in my back, um, which kind of sucks um, because um, I still got to pick up uh, children uh, from time to time. Um, still got to. I had I washed my son's hair today, and I, and that was a lot of uh, range of motion because of course it's on my um, my right arm. So yeah, you know. But uh, I, I had something funny. Uh, so my youngest son drinks water in the strangest way, like like from a bottle. Like he straight up put the whole bottle in his mouth, not the whole bottle, but the whole tip. And I'm like, man, cut that shit out, man. Just, don't, don't do that. <laughs> so we have been telling him not to do this for years. And I, lo and behold, I go to the store, right? And um, it was an older lady. And she was, uh, you know, I had already did her, her end of the bargain. And I'm getting my shit together. And she takes a sip of water and puts the whole fucking <laughs> 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 in her mouth. I'm like, people do that in real life? So... I had to like, uh, you know, give my, my my main man a little bit of um, leniency. Like, uh, people do it for the rest of their life. Hopefully, I mean, I'm glad you learned because uh, that shit look crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's I all love I got. The, the 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 joints you go through with a uh, fatherhood, good sir. Man, <laughs> being a father is like the greatest not great shit of all time like it's like real good sometimes but it's very very thankless but at the same time i guess i really didn't um come into it for uh for, for the accolades like um I-, I talked a couple weeks ago about how i went to the program <laughs> and you know you know being uh you know being one of the only black fathers there is, is always a uh, a thing um but I mean, at the same time, a lot of the times, me and my partner is the only black people there to begin with. And then we yeah. got two little black kids with us. Um, that's I don't know. I know. Um, maybe they should move Father's Day to April. I don't. Um, or or because it's Mother's different times throughout the throughout the uh, throughout the world. Yeah. Let's see. Let's take a quick peek. All right, Father's Day around the world. Philippines is June 18th. Peru is June 18th. Poland, June 23rd. Portugal, that's where you want it, baby. March 19th. Mm. Okay. Miss I don't mind it being in March. All right, here, I'm, I'm going to clip this. Let's take a look at the the furthest back and the earliest one. Furthest back, September 8th. That's in Latvia. Also in northern Macedonia. So, mm. The earliest, early. Is February twenty third in Kazakhstan. Oh, so you know. Word to Borat tomorrow. Word to my Kazakhstanians. Uh, tomorrow, for me to record this before celebrating uh, Father's Day. Yeah, we. So. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I got because I still got uh, to be or not to be later on. So good, we good. We had an early Easter this year, and uh, my mom was not ready for it. <laughs> and I was like, when is Easter? And I go and look. I'm like, oh, it's the end of April. Oh, and man. Those pull around. It's, I don't know. It's probably because it's end of year. March. Yeah, yeah. I'm in end of March. Forgive me. March 31st. 
So every time I listen to your show, I'm reminded that your mother listens to the show, and I just forgot it again. And I'm I apologize for the filth floor and filth. <laughs> Look, if I'm cursing up a storm, and I do curse up a storm. I don't cuss in front of my mom. In a normal conversational situation, me sitting as my mama, I don't say a potty word in front of her. But this is my show. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to entertain. And, I cuss and- in front of my mama, but we're like homegirls at this point. <laughs> I called my mom a drug addict the other day, so. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you still got all your teeth? Two Americas. <laughs> <laughs> she, she couldn't do anything from the hospital, bud. Oh, my gosh. I- my mom oh, found a way. We were, we're, we're simply going to hand the reins of this over to Box yeah. and Storytime or Lunchbox. <laughs> My man, Daniel, please go on, sir. If you're oh, I'm not talking about that. No. <laughs> 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 no. The short story of that is my mom had heart surgery again, and uh, she's back home already, so... That was more. That, that was news. what I really was concerned about. Is was she is she well? Is everything okay? And everything went well. That's it. You ain't got to give me no details or anything like that. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. High level shit of that. Yeah, no, she, she's back home. Uh, Good. No, but what I did want to talk about was I got a taste of what it's like to be a disappointed parent. Oh. So, uh, like, my brother hit me up last week while my mom was like in the hospital. And he asked me if I would take him out uh, for sushi so he could try some try sushi, see if he liked it. <laughs> so uh, my buddy kind of invited himself, and then he kind of invited one of the uh, ladies that he spends time with. And uh, so it was like a four-person dinner. And so... <sighs> you said we, one we of got the ladies like the, he spent time with. I know that's what, right. What, was it the one I met? Yeah. No, that's not that, that. That was not on the roster. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, that, that's someone that he's just known from a, from a long back that uh, has no self respect. Didn't didn't know that one. No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about uh, how do I work this? Talk about the day that we came back from Michigan. Oh, for Sandusky, yeah, amusement park day. Uh, that that that's that that's actually the one that came. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's what I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, I'm not talking yeah. about uh, Michigan. <laughs> so I'm going to describe the other one. That yeah. that that one in particular. Yes, the other one's just a psychopath. I don't I don't like the other one. I wish the other one didn't come over here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So uh, we take my brother to this restaurant, and uh, we got the love boat for four. Which, like, if you, if people have ever had shit sushi, ton of sushi. Yeah, it's a lot of sushi, and it literally comes on a sailboat. Yeah, like it looks like like kind of like a pirate ship. They nice. they bring it on there, and we, we ordered like uh, you know a couple different like specialty rolls in addition to the love boat. So we get the love boat for four, and it ends up being a love boat for two because Sandusky no. fucking orders like sweet and sour chicken nuggets and barely eats that. Doesn't barely doesn't touch sushi. Then my brother eats like a couple and then he gets to like the fourth piece and just has decided he doesn't like it. So I'm like, I was so irritated that I like went to all this trouble and it like watching him try to take a bite of it. It's just him putting the, 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 the tip of the tuna fish into his mouth and just nibbling off the corner, not even biting the whole fucking thing, just nibbling the tip. And he's just like, nah, that's the tip. 
And I'm like, so we I, we brought you here, order all this food, and like you're just like, nah, son. Like shit, sweet. Like you could just be like, oh, it's okay. Like, like we're not about to spend over two hundred dollars on dinner, and like y'all just just nah. Okay, I see. I see how it is. So oh, she yeah. is ambitious for a first timer. Like he should have started out with some rolls that, with like a bunch of. That's why. But that's why we got the love boat because it had like a California roll. It had spicy tuna. It had spicy crab. I got some like specialty rolls that were kind of chilled. Like they were kind of like the the in between. I got you. And then that way he could lead into like, okay, this is just a sashimi or, you know, like shit like that. Like there were levels to this shit. I had it all planned out. And the motherfucker gave up before like two minutes into the first quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's over here texting me tonight. Asking me if I'll take him to Ghostbusters next month. I'm like, God damn. Like, I'm already disappointed in you right now. You haven't let that disappointment, like, dissipate. And you're over here trying to, like, elbow into my Ghostbusters movie. You I, gotta say, you, I don't fuck with seaweed. It I, honestly makes my tummy hurt. So it's not just like I don't fuck with seaweed. Seaweed actually, honestly, it causes me a little bit of tummy issues. Uh, I've had some some of the the, the various raw fishes and n- nothing that does take me out of my hookup, but I know I can understand why, like 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 Nick said, first a first batter is like, and if it, if in, if in his mind it's all raw fish, even though it's not, and you know it's not, especially in America, almost all yeah, and we even explained that to him. Yeah, he just maybe he can't get past the uh, the 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 oceany flavor of it all. You know what I'm saying? The sea sea whatever. So I was like that for a long time. Like I didn't, I only ate cooked rolls so I could go to sushi. There's so many things you can get that aren't raw. And then I finally like, it's a texture issue for me. It's not the taste. It's the texture. Um, so I don't really love sashimi, but I could do like a spicy tuna roll or whatever, but it took me like a decade to get yeah. to the point where I'm eating raw fish. I I still haven't had any, um, raw fish sushi. Like I've it's had delicious. Well, was, I, mean, <laughs> I had I mean, a poke bowl from one spot before, and that was pretty good, and I I liked it. I've had a uh, what's the Korean flip of it? It's not it's not called sushi. It's called something else. Oh, I forgot what Korean sushi is called. It's not sushi. I gotta quit calling it that. Anyway, I've had their 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 take on it again. Seaweed does a number on my tummy, so I I don't know why I always try. I, I gotta just try it. I'm like, nah, me and seaweed are not tight like that. So I, I had to get the rolls that don't have seaweed on them if, if I do anything. Vanessa just, just be sitting sister. on top. What you mean? Like the fish just be sitting on top of like the no 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 no. Like I said, one I don't be hitting the raw fish like that. I've tried it. It's not for it's not for your boy. Uh, poke bowl, poke bowl was it was just tuna. I didn't care. I've tuna, you know, coming a can or not. So I mean, I've had that before. Mackerel autumn <laughs> shits right there. You know what they is. You know their flavor profile. So, but, but, but Vanessa and her sister went to uh, what is it? Kentaro, Kentara. What is it, Box? Kintaro. Kintaro, thank you. The other day, and uh, they both had a good time and got them some rolls and stuff like that. And and uh, apparently Xander likes the... Which one did he say he go with? The Mini Cooper is his role of choice at Kintaro. And Vanessa got the Honda and was happy with it. So it's just... She's like, we got to go as a family. Is like, all hard names? That, that, yeah, that particular, that particular restaurant's uh, lunch menu, I think, is all car names. Yeah, they have like an unlimited sushi like lunch menu, but they're yeah. like very adamant on there that like don't like order what you ain't gonna eat, and if you order something and don't eat it, they're gonna charge you. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a place called Sumo Boy in Mentor. 
um, that we're probably going to, like, not me necessarily, uh, just probably get chicken tenders. Um, I don't know if they got chicken tenders. But, um, <laughs> like, um, my partner and um, and Junior, my, like, they, they like that kind of stuff. Like, um, me and Emery, uh, I don't know what we're going to eat. but uh, You'd probably get some teriyaki. Or they might even have general sauce. I don't know, but like, yeah. um, Spud's birthday is coming up. Maybe that'd be a good place for us to go. Um, every time I like I, I drive past, that, I'm like, man, I gotta take the family here. <laughs> but I definitely feel you, lunch, uh, because Monday was um was President's Day, which meant no school. So that meant like. You know, making eight different meals eight different times on that day, <laughs> and your boy Emery, he was like, "Man, I don't like this pizza." I mean, <laughs> and I was like, "You mean the same pizza that you ate earlier today? That you now you don't like it within the same day?" He's like, "Oh yeah," and then he ate it. So they they be on some bullshit, like, and it's it's I am really I feel like. It's got to the point. I hate cooking so much that some stuff that I know I can make good, I ain't been balling out on. And it's just like I'm so tired of cooking. Like I got one person who don't like nothing. I got one person who eats everything and like uh, so much that it's like, oh man, come on, you got to chill out. You just just can't have it just because you want it. <laughs> and then, um. The person that only is, is one knows. So, oh, it's okay, and now then that's it. <laughs> so it's really hard. Oh man! So I guess uh, other than marrying a, a very pretty orphan lunch, um, <laughs> make sure. <laughs> oh, you know the effort that it took me to get that art to work, to work like I needed it to work. That is, of course, just AI art that I had to uh, use. I was using a uh, Adobe's uh, Firefly engine to do that. Yeah, that looked like Tandy Newton's daughter. It would not, for the life of it, understand that what I was asking for in regards to uh, how she was to be. Because basically, basically, I was trying to whip a little orphan nanny looking kind of person. Oh. Because you also had said a strong ass redhead. (laughs) That was was also another potential show title. And so I was prepared. So I, I, I was working, work, working within that, trying to make that happen. And it took far longer than it should have. Me trying to figure out what prompt is going to get me what I want. That's not going to show me the weird AI hands. <laughs> AI can never get fingers right. It looked fucked up every time. Fucked up, not bad, but we just like <laughs> be eight extra fingers and they'd be smearing and blurry. It's terrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how you can tell to tell the AI ain't gonna never make it. They still they still can't get certain shit right, Bruh. And hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm glad you kicked with your bro again. I like I love I love you sharing tales of your little brother box. I don't know. I just it's a, it's 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 very chill. I'm sorry he is not uh quite ready for sushi. He's not ready for that life, but. Always proud of somebody trying shit, bro. Because, like I said, for years Xander was chicken tenders, nuggets, and macaroni and cheese, and that was about it. And the fact that my man goes out regularly now, kicking it, eating sushi, and and going to you know, t- he took his lady to Marble Room for uh, their 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 little anniversary. You know what I'm saying the, the fact that, that that he has grown that much 
What did it, what did it, he eat there? I, I forgot what he got to Marble. He was he was prepared for whatever it was. He it was he, Mar- he Marble it. Room's pretty baller. Yeah. So so what I'm going to order is can I get that chicken parmesan with no sauce and no pasta <laughs> cut into strips, please? <laughs> So you want chicken tenders, sir? <laughs> yes, that that would be it. And instead of mashing those potatoes, could you fry them um, in in little lines? And could you put uh, some of that red sauce right in the middle of the plate? I know, I know, we are not allowed to, uh, you know, speak of it, think of him as a person. But I always remember the episode of Cosby Show where he <clears> took all the little kids to the fancy restaurant, and they was not fucking with the food. So, and they had to get him some chicken tenders. So the the waiter was like, "You just want me to go across the street to Circus Burger and, and get the, and have the food up." And I remember the restaurant being called Circus Burger. Oh, right, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, and then like they he brought all the food home from the fancy restaurant. Theo ate that shit in like a move. He like left and came back to the kitchen. He goes, "Boy, did you eat all that?" I was just like, I just remember the episode so clear because I don't know. Remember, I was raised by sitcoms, y'all. Sitcoms and a single mom and a big sister, so that's what, that's what make me who I am in a lot of ways. So I love a chicken tender, but I'm not going to order a matter of restaurant. You know what? We uh, end up finding a couple of places in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. In our when we when we had to work downtown Cleveland, Ohio, that made a damn good tender. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you be like, damn, you make a good tender. Uh, was it chop? Chop had decent tenders and amazing mashed really potatoes. Great mashed potatoes of a level that I still haven't gotten over. Yeah, white cheddar mashed potatoes. Like yeah, them shits bar. <laughs> we went to um, this place that's in here in Columbus called um, Kitchen Social, um, and it's funny. So my partner ordered um, like this spicy pasta with shrimp, and and she gets the uh, this don't even come with it. She gets the tenders. <laughs> on, on that pasta after she tasted up mine in Columbus is like oh yeah these tenders taste good with that and uh I got a a, a salad with uh with chicken tenders on it well that's it's called a crispy chicken salad and it was funny because like um they handed her the plate my uh my salad and they tried to give me her pasta I guess because I ordered the I guess the more um feminine thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because I didn't have that thought until I was uh, listening to Doughboys last week, and Weiger said that keeps happening to him. Like when he goes to a restaurant, his wife will order something like um, a whiskey neat, and he'll get a a fruity drink, and then she'll uh, she'll get the fruity drink, and he'll get the whiskey straight. And he's like, "No, that's that's the wrong thing." <laughs> so I didn't have that in my head until then. Oh man. Is it not weird that Nick don't have his like like he don't have uh Mitch over? I don't think so. <sighs> I don't know, man. It bothers me on just... some level. I feel like that that makes them more coworkers than 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 friends, and it bothers me in that in that regard. You know what I'm saying? I kind of I I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I get it to to a certain degree, but also I'm like, damn, homie, come on, man. Should, you you've been to his house. So clearly, you know, well, they, the they other, used to it, record. They used to record at his house. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. It's random. Oh, Nick, man, I get to hand it over to you if you care to share anything with the listeners this week. What's been going on in you? Not much, man. Just you know the thing we talked about for the first hour. I'm I don't really have much else going on but that. 
Yeah, that is the focus. I've gotten uh, I've gotten the fresh Western tea two weeks in a row. I'm not going to lie to you. I was real shocked I got one this week. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, did it not download? And I was like, no, that's a brand new. Hell I yeah. Shocked. I was shocked too. My podcast partner said, I could do this again next week. I said, all right, let's. This was up. I, I, yes, I love it. But every week you're getting our Patreon subscribers are getting a, a wig cap. Uh, Thomas is sitting in the second seat and we're reviewing season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's what's up. Uh, regular people didn't get a show this week, but patrons got a show this week. No show went up this week. A show that should have went up, uh, let's say May. No, no, June of last year. And that is We Try Buddy's Pizza. Which <laughs> I was supposed to go up. And in fact, I listened to the episode. And if you listen to the episode, I say in that episode, oh, no, this is going to go up. I got to get the road to 500. I didn't put that show up. And so, patrons, you got it. And you got a bunch of pictures to go with it because we took a bunch of pictures and I thought you'd enjoy that as well. You got that. Any level patron got that one. That's 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 one I'll let uh, anybody in the house get. So you're good. If you are a patron uh, of, 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 of Stage Crunchy Milk, uh, we got something for you. And that's what's up. Yeah. When my nephew uh, came over a few weeks ago, he was like, you know what? That pizza was good. <laughs> and I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> How funny. All right. For me. I have to tell you the wild tale. One, well, we ain't recording a couple of weeks, but it's so, so I'm like behind on a bunch of life shit. But I noticed that my dog had been peeing like crazy. I know y'all thinking what? I mean, but no, like crazy. And then I was like, I wake up in the morning, open my door, my dog be at my door, like, hey man, I'm thirsty. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is this is a noticeable change in my dog's existence. I'm like, down saying, because this is not how, how she rolls. And so I go and look it up, and it's like, your dog have fucked up kidneys. Oh no. Or and the or is your dog could be a diabetic. And what is this old no. woman but a goddamn diabetic? Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. She's she so got sad. the sugar. She does. She have got the diabetes. Diabetes. And so her her treat treating is of course to be shot up with insulin. Every day, about oh, fifteen no. minutes after her first meal, and the what first you time that I'm, we're gonna go. Here we go, baby. Don't worry, I got you. First time a guy, Vanessa, did it. I where was the hell was I at? I had just gone on a run to go do something, and uh, Vanessa did it alone. And she said she was so mad at me, and she screamed and blah blah blah. And I'm like, what the mm. fuck? And so the next time. I, so uh, basically, uh, I have at least for the first half of the year. If it's a holiday, I got the days around it off, trying to maximize my time away. But as it turns out, Lee also had last Friday and President's Day off, so I had Lee with me riding shotgun to do this to, for me to get down how to shoot my drug my, my dog up with her insulin. And so I had talked to the the vet about it when I when when uh, I went and picked up the medicine. And they explained to me, get her by the scruff on her neck. Mm. I just pull it up. Oh, it's super no. loose skin. And then the, shoot, hit it at the bottom and just inject. Now, I was like, but there's like, make sure you just keep, keep them preoccupied while you're doing this. So Vanessa just bought a bunch of blueberries. Got a ton of blueberries. I'm like, cool. So Lee grabbed like three, four blueberries and then held it out to the dog. 
the doggone book. Like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna eat these blueberries. And I, lift, I lift the scruff up. I take, I, I stick it in the neck, shoot it. The dog didn't even flinch. Didn't even know what oh. happened. And so That's for the next weird. few days, it was just like that. The dog didn't know what happened. But then Tuesday of this week, Lee was back in school, but I was still off because, like I said, I took some days off. And I was like, fuck, how am I gonna do this without? Like, you know, like, and Vanessa like either wasn't up or whatever. And I was just like, no, Vanessa said she's gonna come and help. And I was just like, man, the alarm just went off. I need to get it done. And the dog was laying there asleep. So I just went over to the dog and picked, got her a little scruff. And while she was sleeping, just shot her up. Again, didn't even flinch. So I think I got, pretty much got it down. But now the dog is like aware that about 15 minutes after she eat, some shit going down. <laughs> so the last couple of days, <laughs> I called Vanessa down. Like, all right, just keep her distracted while I do this. And the dog's like, what is happening? But no, I'm not. I'm not going. No, I, I need to know what's going on. Why are you back here? And I'm just like, look, bro. So one day she did flinch, but she didn't cry or anything like that there. So I'm like, all right, that's just, I, I, I got it at an angle. It must have been a pinch. I'm sorry. But I still, but I keep, same difference. We got these blueberries. Keep the blueberries, like, fine. I'm going to eat these blueberries. And I put a little scruff up, hit her with her, hit her with her drugs. And boom. And so far, so good. She's eating less. She's pooping less. She's also peeing less. So the process seems to be working. We're getting there. She goes back uh, like early in March for a che- another a check on everything to see how see how's everything going. Is she losing weight? No, because she's already small. She's like 15 pounds. Oh, okay. I was about to say, y'all put her on that Zimpic? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think she had just, she honestly kind of came to a point where she's like, I don't fuck this food no more. It, it had been like that before. Like, I noticed it. I was like, hmm, why are you not fucking with this food anymore? So basically, I bought a absolute shit ton of, of, of wet food, which is, you know, grain-free shit and so forth. And I get her like, not high-end, but she's a little, you know what I'm saying, a little nicer and uh, I mix it with her dry food, and I wish I could go get her bowl right now. This little punk ass bitch eat all. I, I don't even know how she do it because if you saw the little, little food she eat, it's little as fuck. She manages it. to eat all around it and then not eat any of the dry food. And I'm like, you are just such a she, little. <laughs> she got all the time in the world. True indeed. And she do sit there and, and, and works a little magic and eat all the wet food. Don't touch the dry. And I'm like, you are you are a magical little dog. I can't even be mad at you. That's fine. Eat your dang food. And I've been trying to read up on what I'm supposed to do about it, what I'm supposed to feed her. And like, look, two meals a day, 12, 12, 12 hours apart. Uh, no snacks in between, which is hard because I've been used to, you know, get my dog here. No here. treats. Eat, eat a cheese stick. Eat whatever. You know what I'm saying? Eat. But no, she's old and she... uh and of, and of course, it seems to come with age, with age with old dogs, especially of her of her size and so forth. They're like, "Oh, how old is she? Oh, she's about about be fifteen this year and so forth." Wow. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I promise you, if she make it to 15, And I and I talk to the right people. They say it's not offensive. I'm having her a quinceanera. <laughs> we'll find a little dress, nice little tiara. We'll throw her a party because why not? And. uh so yeah, I got a diabetic dog, y'all, and it's, and it's just, so of course I do, because why would I not? She's she's had too, too good a life, and she's fine. Like she's over on the couch now, just out cold. She's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be over here sleeping. Uh, come wake me up when you get done. Oh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she got the diabetes. She got the diabetes. Got the, the It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But. Yeah, I get to become a good shooting. I my, my 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 children's mom had 
my child, yeah, that's the right word, right? Yeah, my children's mother had gestational diabetes when she was pregnant with Lee. And I used to have to shoot her <laughs> up. So they was like, have you ever had to shoot a person about the furry? I'm like, I have had to do that. So they're like, it's just like that. And I'm like, okay, you ain't you you are absolutely not wrong, but <laughs> still. When I came home from the hospital, they had me on the injectable blood thinner. So I had to shoot myself up twice a day. It's terrible. <laughs> I had my mom do it the first time, but she was freaking out. So I was like, I'll I'll do it because you're about to hurt me. <laughs> It's the finest little needle. Like I said, I've only made a dog flinch. I think that's said twice now in this in this week of her being on the medicine. So I'm, it might I'm, be the meds that are uncomfortable and not so the needle. The, I, try, I try to do the. They told me like take them out, roll it in your hand. Don't shake it, roll it. I'm like okay, and then I, I, I you know I do the draw and I let it sit for a little bit so it's not not me hitting it with cold medicine. You know, yeah, because it has to be refrigerated. So I just uh, yeah, it's a super short. It's a super fine gauge needle. And like I said, you never know. Like I said, I, I just, it's four, it's, and it's four units. So it's not even like I got a long push to plunge to make. It's just like a little. Still. Yeah, it is. Up. No doubt. When you not. And like I said, now she knows it. So now she's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. So I got to work on a new pod. Yeah, I'm probably just going to get her when she's asleep. It just works easier that way. <clears throat> that way I'm like not having like, Vanessa come down here, help me try to sneak the dog and just, I'll just do it. She goes start sleeping with a shank under her pillow. <laughs> <laughs> you stab me, I stab you. Stab you back, my yeah. So yeah, you you go walk up on her. She got a whole telephone book on her back. Covered <laughs> 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 up, ready for it to pop off. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that is what's on and popping in our worlds, people. You know what the deal is. Leave it all behind. We take a little tiny stroll over to Mean Streets of Reddit. Well, I've selected a few. I have not read them in their entirety in any way, shape, or form. I have read the uh, the titles and a little bit of the, the beginning paragraph, but I'm usually pretty unaware of how the rest of these things go. Here is your selection of about assholes. And y'all just tell me which one y'all want to roll with first. This one I thought was interesting. Am I the asshole for telling my nephew about the foie gras industry? Only oh, my God. It's because Nick was flipping French on her show the other day. And I was like, foie gras coming up in discussion? Gotta talk about it. Uh, am I that for telling my kids if they want their late father stuff, they can come buy it at a yard sale? Damn. Mm. That's fucking harsh. Yes. <laughs> and am I the asshole for not giving my parents my inheritance? Damn. <laughs> Which one would you like to hear first? I'm going to hear that second one. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. It, that sounds appropriate. Am I the asshole for telling my kids if they want their late father's stuff, they can buy it at a yard sale? I don't know if I'm being a dick or not. I'm going to tell you you're being a dick. Unless you tell me your children are the worst children ever. Yeah, and then I'll, 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 I'll may, may make a decision. My husband passed away passed away a two years Okay, this is how it's written. My husband passed away a two years ago. <laughs> and he years had ago. cancer and he decided to not fight it. He passed away, and it has been rough for all my kids. They are adults. The oldest is 31, and the youngest is 25. I still live in the home my husband and I shared. I have been slowly getting rid of things, and I have asked the kids multiple times that if they want something, they need to get it. Nothing. Every time, they never take anything. I decided to have a yard sale, and what doesn't sell there, I will start putting on Facebook Marketplace and other platforms. I'm tired of looking at all my dead husband's stuff day in and day out. It's depressing. It's like having, it's like living with his ghost. 
Olivia with Uggos, forgive me. I went over my sons to print went over my sons to print out some flowers since my printer wasn't working. This is when I informed him I'm selling as much as possible. He got upset for selling his selling dad's stuff. The rest of the kids were informed. The rest of the kids? You just told me there's two. I don't know. The rest of the kids were informed and they were upset as well. I told him if they wanted stuff, they can come buy the yard sale. They had two years to grab stuff. <laughs> One called me a dick, and I'm doubting myself on this. All right. Um is this person an asshole? No. 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 I initially thought yes, but having him read it, no. Fascinating. I disagree. I think this person is an asshole. Okay. I get that they want to get rid of this stuff because they are depressed about it. But these children also lost their father, and maybe they weren't quite ready in these first two years to be going through his stuff. But it sounds like she went through it, though. They, She just need them to come get the shit. Like, because the I haven't gone through this with my dad. It was the same situation. Like there was so much shit. And yeah. like we threw a bunch of it in the garage and eventually my sister moved into that house. So there is some stuff still there, but she was my sister is the hoarder. Cool. She's the one who don't want to get rid of the shit, but like 2 years? 2 years? That's excessive. And I'm sure she knows exactly what everything is. It's probably packed away in catalogs. She probably has like his clothes still hanging in a closet somewhere because you can't put that shit nowhere without it getting ruined. But like two years, come get that. Come get that. Yeah. Like, put, when my, when, you know. When my brother died, like my brother had a whole life above my head. And at first, it was like, my, before my brother died, he was like, hey, kid, make sure you do the cleaning up up there. And I was just like, I'll try. But that shit was that shit was hard as fuck. Like, like going through the stuff, just looking at it, um, it was depressing, and I couldn't get through it. And um, my mother was like, um, can you help me? And I was like, I can't. I, I tried. I can't. I couldn't do it. So I know how that feels, and I'm still saying that person, not, a, not an asshole. This... It's like to have reminders of that constantly in a, in the house day. is got to be heartbreaking, and the fact that you that your children couldn't be more of a support system for her when she's asking you, hey, like you know, we we only get like a, a short moment of it, like listening to it. Who knows how many times, like throughout those couple years, that she's like, hey, um, can you help me or look look through it or. Uh, do you want any of that stuff? Like, um, that that shit is fucking overwhelming, and I'm I'm glad she didn't go off more on them. Fair. Uh, let's take a look at a comment. Uh, first up, you're soothing yourself in your in your way while being insensitive to your kids' needs. You're not ready to accept the loss completely, which is what I thought. You need to be be rid of painful memories. That isn't everybody's way of coping. I suggest gently but firmly getting the kids to at least say what they might want by some near future date. Move the stuff into storage for your own peace if you need to have it out now. Who's going to pay for that? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you don't know uh, this woman's financial situation. She may not be able to afford storage. That, that's, that could be a reason. She probably selling some of the stuff as well. Like, hey, like this stuff, this, this, this can help me move on not only um, like mentally but financially. Yeah. Uh, let's scroll. Mild, you're the asshole. Better way of handling this. I have to clear this stuff out. 
it's too tough on me to have to look at your father's things every day. Please come by, come here by date X and help me sort things out. Take what you want. And after that, it will be sold or donated. And who's, I mean, who's to say she hasn't she done that, that numerous yeah, times for sure. And let me find you one solid. You are not the asshole, not the asshole for wanting to clear out. You're the asshole for saying they should want, they should want to buy their father's possession at a yard sale. That, that, that is a little zesty. <laughs> tell them, tell them it's happening, and they can have they can have their pick. But that's not a good. You're not the asshole. Uh, not I, the asshole. I, I think that for her to have that extreme of a response, I, I think that people are are making terrible assumptions about this woman. Yeah, I feel like after two years and being frustrated and probably telling them numerous times and making numerous accommodations, they probably have already, she probably offered even, what do you want? I'll put it yeah. to the side and got no response. I think this is her just being frustrated. I, 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 this is not somewhere you get after asking somebody something a couple of times. Exactly. Uh, not the asshole. I understand. Mom passed away eight years ago when I had to clean out her house. She lived kitty corner behind my brother. I told him and all the grandchildren, seven, to take whatever they wanted, and I was going to get a dumpster for the rest. Goddamn. I waited nine weeks and gave them a reminder every week. Mm -hmm. Nine weeks later, the dumpster arrived, and we started cleaning the house out. The uproar was bad. Mm -hmm. I told them they had their chance, and I was tired of paying the utilities. The house needed to be cleaned out so it could be sold. Some of them came by and dragged things out of the dumpster. And there's a roly eye emoji. Of course, none of them offered to help. Yeah. So it's like that's that's probably more like the what the situation is. This poor woman is uh putting up with children that I mean, like I said, they may not be ready to deal with it, but it's time to deal with it. Sometimes it just is what it is. You know, it, it's that that time and it must be dealt with. So call a therapist. Let, let your let your mother who has to look at that stuff every day, let her have some peace. Yeah. Let's do let's do this uh inheritance once because the, the foreground ones seems like a good time. We can make some fun out of that one. This inheritance ones is weird. Hey, Reddit. Oh, forgive me. Emma the asshole for not giving my parents my inheritance. My parents my inheritance. No. Hey, Reddit. I never thought I'd find myself in this situation, but here but here with a problem that's tearing my family apart. So I'm going to ask you guys to answer my questions. Emma the asshole for not giving my parents my inheritance. Here's the deal. Recently, I received an inheritance inheritance from my late grandpa. Hmm. It's not a small sum of money. And while I'm incredibly grateful for it, I've also been met with an unexpected pressure from my parents to hand over a significant portion of it to them. Now, don't get me wrong. My parents have done a lot for me over the years. They provided for me, supported me through tough times, and I'll always be grateful for that. But there were things getting this. Here's where things get tricky and they're not exactly in a dire financial situation. They're not struggling to make ends meet or face or or facing. That's what he wrote or facing. They from okay, that's how this is written. <laughs> They're not struggling to make ends meet or facing, comma. They, comma, from what my auntie is saying, simply see my inheritance as a golden opportunity to try and bolster their own savings and live more comfortably. <clears throat> At first, I tried to brush off the hints and subtle nudges, hoping they'd understand that this money is mine to do with as I see fit. But as time went on, their requests became more obvious and persistent. They even went so far as to guilt trip me uh, playing the we raised you, we deserve this card and all that. However, one day when it came to when I came to their house for dinner, my was all my it was OK. It was all normal at first 
with all the usual nonsense about why I should give them my inheritance, they started, why is it written like this? Good gracious. <laughs> they started saying worse, worser and worse things. Yes. Worser. <laughs> <laughs> Up, about it. But I just tried to shut it down. My parents shut it down. My parents kept insisting on my, and my until my mother said, oh my God, OP. Okay. You know, why don't you just hand over the money that was supposed to be ours? But that stupid old man gave it to you. Whoa. Damn. With my father also badmouthing my grandpa with this, with this, I live it telling that my grandpa, this is how this is written, y'all. It'll be in the show notes. You can, you can double check that I'm not, you know, wild. <laughs> telling that, that, telling that, telling that, that my grandfather was the best person I have ever known. He was the best guy. Uh, because of it. <laughs> what murder. murder. I wouldn't be the person I am, and they can just shut the fuck up for once. Oh, for once, that was clear already, <laughs> and left the house. Reddit, I'm torn. On one hand, I do I feel a sense of obligation to help my parents, especially considering all they've done for me. But on the other hand, I can't shake the feeling that it's unfair of them to expect me to hand over my inheritance without question. I have seriously worked hard to build a stable financial future for myself, and this inher- inheritance is part of that plan. It's not like I'm swimming in money. I have bills to pay, savings goals to meet, and my own financial responsibilities to consider. So am I the asshole for standing my ground and refusing to give my parents my inheritance? Or am I justified in prioritizing my own financial well-being? I'm genuinely torn, and I could use some perspective on this sticky situation. Is this person an asshole? Nah. Nah, sounds like Grandpa knew the parents were Mm fuck-ups. For real, for real. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is just Charlie and a chocolate factory. You're giving an entire factory, in the, <laughs> but you shouldn't drink those fizzy. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> Thank you. I got, I'm glad you know it's the OG when you went. You went with you know what I'm saying Willie Wonka. You know what I'm saying you ain't trying to go for that new shit. No. <laughs> uh, not the asshole. Your grandpa gave the money to you for a reason. More importantly, he did not give it to your parents for a reason. Their attitude is showing exactly why he did this. Keep the money. It's what he would want it. Don't let them guilt trip you or gaslight you. They don't need it. Use it to make your life better. Yeah. I want to see if I actually called this dude an asshole. You're the asshole. I'm your mom, for God's sakes. I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> no, no, you're the asshole. It's come up when I do, I do a search of the page. So I'm going to go with no one said this person's an asshole. They all know he's not an asshole. The grandpa no. knew something. Or else he would have gave him something. Like they, he didn't even sprinkle him with a little. It was like, no, nah, I'm gonna get us the tiny Tim over here. He's the boy. He's the man himself. So I'm like, fair enough. That's wow. All right, last up. <laughs> this is I don't know. This is stupid to me. Am I the asshole for telling my nephew about the foie gras industry? <laughs> I don't think <clears throat> this industry. And in fact, the foie gras is illegal in America. So, but sure thing, buddy. Let's ride through it. Uh, I have an older sister, Jennifer, and a younger sister, Angela. Angela is in prison right now, so her oh. son Kenny is living with me. I, I don't know Damn. if t- saying your sister was in prison was necessary to this. Just, <laughs> Everybody Jennifer took him to the mall last Sunday since she wanted to buy him new clothes. When he came home, he seemed confused about something. I asked him what happened, and he told me they walked past the f- by they walked by a food vendor selling very nice smelling pies. Mm. Jennifer Jennifer refused to buy him one, which came as a surprise since she has been more than willing to spend a lot of money on fine food for him. As it turns out, 
the pie is marketed as chicken, truffle, and foie gras. I told him that his auntie doesn't want to support the foie gras industry. Oh, and when he asked why, I said, people stick tubes down ducks' throats to force them to oh, force feed them God. and fatten their liver. He looked aghast, completely mm. horrified. Asked Jennifer for confirmation. And Jennifer said that I shouldn't have told him that at his age. She told me I w- it was unnecessary to expose him to that stuff. Wait, how old is he? Nine. Mm. Nine is a, um, a pretty smart age. I don't. Um... I mean, your mama in jail. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell you? The, the question is, do you know where your mama is? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't know when I knew what foie gras was, but it was kind of early in life because I, I think it probably came from one of the many PBS cooking shows I used to watch as a child. Yan can cook Justin, Justin Wilson. You know what I'm saying? All these dudes I used to get down with who, you know, would tell you about various foods and how they were prepared. And, uh, I think it's okay for people to know how their food manages to get to their table. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I was about good in 20 <laughs> when I found out what far was. Very grown. Was. <laughs> um, very it was because of that episode of This American Life where the dude makes fargua um, ethically. So that's when I found out about a fargua. The dude in Spain who had he who who let the the geese walk around and and they would eat themselves yes. silly regardless. I remember that episode. Yes. So, I wonder if there's I, just a better way he could have explained it. Like they're very cruel to this animal, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have someone who's going to be nine next month, and I would definitely be like, "Hey, Spud, they force feed the ducks. Like they put it. Like he would want to know how, and he would fucking Google it himself if I didn't tell him the right way. Or he'd be like, situational, hey, I, right? Yeah. You got to know the kid, you know. That's that's true. Hey, but Nick, that dude, Mama in jail, that dude. That's is, what uh, I mean. He got he, he, welcome he to the real world, buddy. buddy. He ain't, yeah. Why you you ain't sugarcoating nothing with that dude, right? Uh, Unless you think his mama on vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. told um, our, our cousins. Uh, not the asshole. If you're his guardian, this is your decision to make. And Jennifer, and if Jennifer is his guardian, she should have given him more power, given him a more PG answer so he didn't ask you. Aka, I don't like the way they treat an- the animals in this food, similar to how we buy free range eggs so the chickens are treated better. That's what I mean. He could have said that. That I don't like the way they treat these animals. Yeah, yeah. My man said they bust their head open, right? <laughs> while they still alive. <laughs> to the white meat. To the white meat, buddy. Uh, let's see. I assumed it was duck liver since he told me it was $10, but it couldn't be a small piece with a small amount of goose liver. What, what the fuck, bro? Okay, OB, thank you for your additions to the program there. Weirdly, foie gras is probably the most ethically farmed poultry in the United States. The ducks live on smaller farms and are handled by people that are familiar, people they're familiar with, not like with most other poultry and egg layers. They live in horrible conditions and are basically tortured 24 mm-hmm. 7. If you eat conventionally farm poultry or eggs, but not foie gras because you think it's torture, you've got, uh, you've got pretty big binders. So, again, back to that This American Life story. American farmers were attempting to do what this dude did, and American ducks is like, I'm leaving. Whereas the Spanish ducks just stayed where they was at and hung out with the guy and whatever. It was just, 
it just did not work. They were in upstate New York, if I remember, and they would not get down with the get down. Yeah. And basically, and, uh, uh, he treated them so good that other. I thought it was they, taught, they, they taught they ducklings, like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is the place to be. Yeah, to come on. And, yeah. like, I still had that nugget in my head. Like, they were saying that geese don't go south for winter if they're comfortable. Yeah. Like, if they got somewhere where they're going to get their food and they can lay up and watch Netflix and all that stuff, <laughs> and her son got all the fruit snacks and she lets you borrow the, the Corolla when she at work, they're not going to go nowhere. Geese are hella mean. Yeah. <sighs> yes, they are. You little hissy motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm always mentally prepared to fight a geese if I have to, but God, mentally prepared and actually doing it two different things. Yeah. I'll be thinking, I'll snatch a goose up by his neck, but would I? You sound just like Emery, boy. Like, uh, hey, no. I say it, but I, but I also I know the the fact that I might think I could do it. That don't mean I'm going to do it, or even I have the ability to do it. Because what I'm be doing is they're gonna try to probably try to peck at me, and I'm be scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not I, I'm not gonna be able to power through and snatch that motherfucker up like I say I would. But if I yeah. could, if I could just keep my keep my druthers and snatch a motherfucker up. <laughs> Speaking I mean, of uh, pop culture figures who've been accused of abuse, what will a man say? Everybody got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Asshole. I still say asshole. Uh, yeah, you know what? It, you, it, there's a way you could have said that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna knock you. I'm not gonna. It's a soft asshole. Yeah. What'd you say, Vox? I, I think he's fine. I don't think he's an asshole. I think he just <laughs> told him the truth. Yeah. Hey. Again, it's, 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 and it's not like you're a full on jerk or anything like that. There's just like, man, sometimes a a, a, a gentler approach. But I mean, like like y'all said, this man, mama in jail. He <laughs> he probably harder than we giving him credit for. Like, damn, that's fucked up. They did to them birds. Yeah, he just probably just I got mean, a weak spot for animals or something. At least that, like, you get to eat the birds, so it's like it's torture, but it has a benefit. At the end, the way the Wu Tang Clan treated Tron, where they just <laughs> took the, the oh, fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> can feed me, feed me. Oh my well, gosh. I think it's just kind of assholic posturing because everybody who has these hard lines about certain things, I mean, yes, you make yourself feel better by or by buying the organic free range chicken eggs, but ultimately it's it's not a great existence for the animal unless you're a vegan, which also comes with some cruelty as well. <laughs> like it, nothing is guilt free. It's just a, a way to make yourself feel better. It's a damn shame how they treat that xanthan gum. I tell you that. Y'all hear about uh? Y'all hit the order line. Mm-mm. Again, mm-hmm. another this no. American life story. And they, I remember I, they told the story of uh how uh, I want to say maybe it's Francois Mitterrand, one of the for the French prime ministers was uh was going to die. And one of the last thing, one of the last meals he wanted was or, or line. Oh yeah, that's the um, the bird you eat blindfolded. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they basically take this bird and they soak it in like I want to say almond yak. I'm I feel like I'm not making that word up. It's like a liquor, and then like you cover your head because you have to eat it in shame, and they just eat the whole bird. Take that yeah, bitch to the face. 
it's a little songbird and it's like it's 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 a wild one on that one man. and like it's a, it's illegal to eat it now but of course you know saying now it's a part of a you know pop culture shit like that there yeah the whole story here let me see Francis songbird legacy Uh, is outlawed. Uh, mm-hmm. French gourmands are to are to be denied on what re- one restaurant critic describes as the barbaric pleasure of <laughs> feasting on tiny songbirds. After the government announced that it intended to finally enforce laws that have been on the statute books for eight years, and this is from 2017, so it's been mm-hmm. a long time. The long considered the pinnacle of gastronomic delight by the French, the ortolan is a protected species after being hunted almost out of existence. The prize bird can fetch up to 150 uh, euros each if sold illegally in restaurants. Diners savor the ritual al- almost as much as the flavor. Francois Mitterrand. Man, your boy pulled that from the hat. He did. He did. The former French president notoriously feasted upon a whole one at his last supper while terminally ill with prostate cancer. Jesus Christ, I didn't know I knew all the details like that. I feel real good about myself. Concealing his head beneath a, ma- a napkin in the traditional manner. <clears throat> Some say the napkin helps the dinner, the diner savor the aroma. Oh, Others say right. it's intended to conceal his greed from God. I know that's mm. right. <laughs> that's the more that problematic. Damn, that's I, bird. That's I know God my three <laughs> The more yeah, problematic. That's why priests wear all those clothes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the more pragmatic point out. Take eating my word, line, which is placed in a mouth mouth hole and eaten bones and all is a very messy business. Mm. We'll not go any further than that. I'll put that link in the show notes if you want to read about the order line. But uh, you put a little crystals on that. You in you in there? Battered up, deep fried man with a bowberry biscuit. Bet you as goodies in a mud. Yuck! <laughs> that is this week's Emma Aslos. Let me share with y'all. Our uh, entertainment selections of the week, and as always, not as always, is like we, this is only the second time we've done that. Patreon, I'm gonna share my screen so you can kind of get a little visual visualization of the situation. And uh, let's go through what your boy has got down with. I watched the Marvels first. I watched on Disney Plus. It was so damn good. I went and immediately bought it the Tuesday. Well, yes, the Tuesday it came out. I loved this movie. On deck for the weekend. Every bit of it. Great little film. I really much enjoyed it. And then uh, I was like, <clears throat> let me go see what people are talking bad about. And the, the things they said they didn't like about it, I was like, I disagree. And so I love it. Loved it in the end. Loved every bit of it. Uh, it's a weird movie to watch after having seen Secret Invasion because that's two very different Nick Furies. Mm. But beyond that, loved it. Uh I also watched Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, which is available on Paramount+. Plus. I knew that because Anthony told me about it. And then I finally watched the other night at like, seriously, 2, 3 in the morning. And it's about a three-hour movie. I should not have stayed up that late, but I watched that whole thing. Ding, right. Uh, I've seen all the Mission Impossibles, every single one of them. Uh, I think the one before this was is a better movie, but this is a fun little adventure and it probably is leading places. Because it's, it's supposed to be the last one. Loved every actor they had in it. Uh, just a good time to be had. That's old girl Mantis right there from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Some cutie. A French-Korean lady. The Vince Staple Show on Netflix is only five episodes. And and Vince will tell you and did tell you if you uh, was fucking with him about it on on, on, uh, uh, Twitter, that's what they pay for. (laughs) And if you want to watch it, give it the double thumbs up. If you want more, give it the double thumbs up. That way I can get some love shown for it. So uh, it is... 
<laughs> Shadow of Doubt, one of the funniest shows I've ever watched, ever. And he pointed out in an interview that there are no jokes in this whole show. It's just funny because it's funny. It is so black. And I say that shit with no doubt. I feel like black people are going to get more out of this show and black people who be, or people who know, you know, get down, get down, have gotten down with the black experience. I feel like they will get more out of this show than anybody who is not of that, of that variety. I'm like halfway through that family reunion episode. Oh yeah. Vanessa <laughs> Bell Calloway does a very uh, great job playing this mom. Mm-hmm. She's very funny in this. I just yeah, just oh my god, that that, that man, the bank robbery episode so good. <laughs> it's like good in the way that he's like, how is this this good? And yeah, and then that's a burn of it up uh, of like I said five episodes. You know, you know, you know, it sit enjoy. You just you have some time and you take that through. I and pl- and pl- finish. I beat the game. Celeste. Celeste is a could be a very challenging game, but I of course put that bitch on easy and just enjoyed the story. Great game. It's about uh, this woman Celeste who has a, a anxiety like a motherfucker. That person who was represented right there by that person, mm-hmm. and uh, how she gets through it as she travels up the no the mountain is called Celeste. Her name's not Celeste, but how she gets through and over her anxiety as she travels up this mountain. Wow. Great game. I started back on this because I never beat it, Anthony. I beat it, you know, back in the day, but I've never beat the remake. <clears throat> and I am currently at the university about to go into the uh, the hole in the, you know, saying in the ground at, at the university before you, uh, where I got to go clear out to uh, turn the damn generator on. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at in that right now. And uh, I already knew it was going to scare me, so I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's just go them damn uh, them damn clickers fuck with me a lot in that game. They just yeah, I, I love that part. Like um, it's a, it's such a good game. Like I, I felt like a fool. Like I was you know uh, straightening out my my games. I'm like man, I I really just bought The Last of Us again, <laughs> and I got like the the extra special edition oh, part two. I bought the extra special edition of it. I'm like man, I spent fifty more dollars. You don't need to buy shit else, Anthony. That's what I said to myself. <laughs> I am listening to uh, several things, but most importantly, not most. Well, yeah, yeah, most importantly. Oh. At the Super Bowl, Beyonce went ahead and just took this up via a uh, fucking Verizon commercial, which is the wildest shit to me. But that is that is who she is. <clears throat> These two songs. Texas Autumn, 16 characters. I love them both. But I do want to say this. Text him hold. Text him hold. Great song. Play that shit loud in the car. Because when that kick come in, bruh. It's a real live boogie and a real live hoedown. <laughs> so I, I was listening to another podcast where they were one of the members of the podcast said that um, Beyonce was being shady because um, Usher also had an album to come out. And like, and usually, like when during the Super Bowl, whoever performs gets a little uptick with um with, with, with sales of the album because they're performing the Super Bowl like, and everybody doesn't know Usher or people are getting back familiar with him. And it was like, man, they, they, she didn't give Usher a chance to shine by releasing this on the same day. Well, he, re- he released his album early and they probably had a conversation about that. I, I'm more than sure they had, had a conversation and that's why his album came out early. Not only did he release his album early, Every song he performed and his new album 
sales were up like something like five hundred percent, something ridiculous. He got his shine. He got his appropriate level of shine, and she got hers with the number one country song in this country. First time for a black woman to ever have that. He got uh, upon her. He got Swiss Beats wife too. Uh, I love them both. 16 Carriages is uh, such a little gentle, little sad kind of sounding song, but I like it a lot. And Hold Em just goes hard. And so I played them both. And every time I start them, because uh, I'm on Spotify, Spotify will start me down a playlist that they think there's some shit you should fuck with because of you, because you uh, fuck with uh, these songs. And so I discovered and was sending them to Nick as they, was, as they was popping up. I was like, yeah, listen, this one too. <laughs> my, little, my little playlist. I have a playlist that's called Dumb Luck, and I put songs that I just discover, you know, out of dumb luck on there. Have they put Buckle Bunny in your rotation yet? No. So these, these are the songs I grabbed off that playlist. Uh, Wish You Were Dead by Lola Young. Think I'm in love with you, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton is a stone country singer. Wish I'm in love with you. Uh, no, I think I'm in love with you. Goals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dive by Olivia Dean. Another one that just goes. Back on 74 by Jungle. Another one that just goes. And Lover Slash Friend by Keishonada and Rochelle Jordan. These are songs that came in a playlist that came after listening to Texas Hold'em in 16 Carriages. Put, bu- put Buckle Bunny um, on enough. your list to listen Buckle to. Uh, I'll reach back here. Uh, the Where the lyrics came from this time. Vor Dyer. This is the Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist. This is the indie indie version of the record, which comes on a lovely bit of silver vinyl. Mm. And I love it. And it's so good. And I literally spun it tonight. Uh, and uh, it might be my it might be my favorite uh, Earl Sweatshirt album. This arrived this week as well. This is Jaguar 2 by yes. Mr. Victoria Monet. It is Absolutely <clears throat> gorgeous little gatefold record. I want y'all to see this. Look at the sleeve it comes in. Look at how nice well, that's that dope. is. And it comes on this absolutely gorgeous Target exclusive round vinyl. And I absolutely love it. And I love the way it looks. Uh, that's all I've been listening to. And, I mean, I, here we go. As we, we're, we move over to yours. <laughs> oh. Um, so yes, I've been watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, it's been a pretty good season so far. Like I know this is going to be the last season of this show. Um, <clears throat> and Monopoly Go, yes, we we still had a stranglehold on us, but um, I started playing this game called We Are Warriors. I'm digging that too. Hmm. Um, it's like one of those games like you start off with a little knife at first and then, hey, you you, you you save up, you can get a gun. You save up more, you can get a bazooka. And then you start all over and you build back up to just build up again. A and nice little roguelike. Very cool. Um, you got my music. Uh, well, my the um... Oh, I forgot to tell you all this. I'll push play for you on this right quick. Uh, of course, I've been back in the Fortnite and uh if you watch this video, you can see me uh, get my victory royale. This person. Really cool. I got that victory royale. <laughs> I was very proud of that. So I'm glad I had that video to show y'all me doing that. It's actually me doing that. But don't worry. I got you right 
here. To be or not to be? That's the question. Okay, so this is what I watched on Tubi this week. Uh, or last couple weeks because we didn't record last week. So I knocked out three different seasons of shows. So the first show uh, was called um, The Dirty D. So I watched season one. Oh, oh yeah. I watched season one and two of that. Um, I think season two is still going on because there's no ending yet. But it's like not great acting. But it's a good story, and it's a it's a good show, and I enjoyed it. Like it's um something different, and there's always something new. That, I think that's the most important part about Tubi. It's always something different. Always something that um you know <laughs> you look at <laughs> yeah get a good look. I, the the one guy no the one guy st- like sticks out like a sore thumb on that picture. Because I'm looking on a smaller screen, like but the one Sammy Sosa looking skin. man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a real white skin, or that's a white man. That's a white man. Can you guess okay. what what what, uh, what, uh, what he what he plays on this show? Uh, he owns a pawn shop. <laughs> no. <laughs> what what? No. One more guess. What would a white man be doing on a show? <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> is he somebody? Is, uh, is, he, is he a cuck? No, he's, he's, a, he's a police officer. He's the, like the police sergeant. Okay. Oh, uh, I mean, it's see, it, season. Why two, are there so many people in this cast? How do you keep up with the storylines? I mean, honestly, I don't know why there's so many people in this cast because it's only like really like five or six people <laughs> who are like the main characters in the show. There are 21 people in this image for the for my for for the audio listeners. <laughs> it is I mean, a- I, I think they they all had red and black to put on. It was like, hey, meet me at the bar. You got some red and black to wear because like the one. Okay, so the the one. Oops, the one dude in the middle with the black and the gold chain, like he's in it a little bit. And then the light skinned lady that's t- two from the right of him, like she's only in two episodes. Um, the dude up in the black, he got shot, and then like um, he wasn't there for a while. And then like um, I think the lady behind him is his wife, and she wasn't in there but the one episode. Let's <laughs> see. They just all wore red and red lipstick. It's like you know what? Let's get some buddies after this. Fair. Okay, so yeah, I watched season one and two of that. Then you can go back to um, to Street Legal. Now, this show is very interesting. This tree is called Street Legal. These are the main characters in this show. That Asian lady right there has the strongest black scent I've ever heard in my life. It is. Hilarious, stronger than Aquafina's. Aqua Aquafina sound like a British lady compared to her. (laughs) (laughs) Cornbread. And she a rapper too. Her name, her rapping name is China, which I found out because she has another movie called um, I think it's called Paid or something like that. It is the most amazing, crazy movie I've ever seen. I forgot about this because I've been watching so much Tubi. So this is a separate movie. She has a movie where, like, she's a, a lady, 
and uh, wait, she's a rapper in real life. Yes. Oh wow. So, <laughs> so the gentlest oh, wow ever. <laughs> on this show, she's just a lawyer. That's 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 to put. Okay, let me first. Let me exp- finish explaining this show. So, Street Legal is about um, like the the gentleman in the blue suit that's standing up, and the lady with the white. Uh, uh, Dress on their brother and sister. They're both lawyers. Back a long time ago, their parents both got sent to jail for selling so much weight. Uh, they got thirty years. So, but they're they grew up to be lawyers, so they can try to get uh, their parents out of jail. That's the main plot. But every episode is like an episode of SVU, and it's like they'll it's ripped from the headlines, and they uh, try to you know solve this crime. And it's funny because, like, at the end of the episode, they always say, you know, it's one story, um, and then there's the truth. And then they show what really happened every episode. It is great. I love it so much. I wish it was a, uh, a season two of Street Legal because it is just like mostly other uh, Tubi shows. It's not like people would say traditionally good, but it's incredible. So back to the China lady. This lady got a movie. I think it's called Play, if I'm not mistaken. I will uh, rectify that shortly. So she was a lady. She couldn't get pregnant. So her husband steps out on her. Her husband steps out on her, and she finds out that he got, like, two outside kids, and she goes fucking crazy. And then she just keeps on picking up these dudes in bars, and, like, you know, she met met this dude she thought was going to be the love of her life, and she... um. You know, he end up playing her too, and she goes crazy and kills him. But then, like, uh, keeps him in the basement. And then she just kept on, keep on going to bars, picking up more men, and uh, keeping them in the basement too. And then her father was a police officer, and he like let her go, like let her dip out. And then at the end of the movie, <laughs> she finds her ex husband, and she kills him and his wife. And one of their kids, and then takes the other kid to raise the kid. I'm like, what kind of unhand shit is this? It was incredible. <laughs> and that's uh, that's what I've been doing this week. Like during the day, uh, watching Tubi stuff. Oh, um, I, I'm not done with this movie. It's called 1985. Um, it's what Michael Chiklis and some other dude. But the, the the plot of the story is a guy goes back to a small town in Texas and he um is H well no, I think he um has AIDS and he's going to his like pretty much going to tell his family goodbye. And it's it's pretty good so far. I just haven't finished it yet. Box. I uh started watching the new season of Halo. I've I'm only like halfway through the first episode, so you have to forgive me. I don't have a lot of uh, plot to give you. Um, I watched uh, the four episodes of the second season of Invincible that they put out. I um, four I'm halfway through uh, Gen V. Um, I don't think I watched any movies. Like, I know Anne had some extra stuff to add, but um, I saw that that Ninja Turtles movie that came out last summer is on Amazon, so I'm planning on watching that. Mm. The it's one with um, uh, Io. Yeah. It's really good. 
it was on Paramount. Uh, they removed it like a couple months ago mm. before I got a chance to watch it. Um, I feel like there was something else that I watched. Cause like I, I we recorded two weeks ago, so I don't remember what I finished yeah. and like what you know like in between there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, mostly what I've been watching. Uh, I've been playing Monopoly Go, playing Pokemon Go. Um, I uh, am now in possession of an iPad, mm. and I uh, installed uh, Subway Surfer and played a couple games of that the other day. I didn't go, try to go too deep, you know, just because I haven't played Subway Surfer in about a decade. <laughs> but you know, I I, I started the, the controls were coming back pretty quickly, so I was getting that muscle memory. <laughs> so. Uh- that, that, the way you said I, I came into possession, what happened? <laughs> it was it was gifted to me. Okay, legally, like it it was given to me as a gift. <laughs> are you on the iPad now? Is this you are this you iPad? Or are you on the the, the Galaxy? No, nah, th- th- this is still my uh, old tablet. The iPad's upstairs. Uh, but yeah, I was gifted an iPad um, with a wireless mouse uh, and a keyboard and uh screen protector nice oh dig dig so my ipad stays right here on my desk and it's how i basically watch youtube while i work <laughs> it's just how i get down uh i'm currently watching the lakers warriors game on the t on the computer monitor screen that i watch tv on while i'm working Excellent. it's actually right above you <laughs> right now <laughs> And then, then we pass over to Nick. So tell him, did you please catch me up on what's going on with this show? Yeah. I, did I read somebody getting sued? Uh, I think one of the prior seasons, um, people are suing them. I've I, like I'm not going to say that people are lying or that I don't believe their story, but a lot of it to me sounds like you didn't read your contract, mm. like. Um, and then I hear people saying things like they starved us and they cut us off from the, and I, I don't know. I feel like something like that doesn't, doesn't just go away. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've, I've not heard anything come of it. So maybe large sums of money, but you know, I don't doubt that those production companies are evil and do nefarious things. Like I believe that to be true for sure. Um, I forgot to also mention uh, there's a new season of The Bachelor on right now that I'm currently watching. So this Um, one, the dude picks the lady, right? Yeah. So Bachelorette is the other one. Okay. Yeah. So this Bachelor, because they're so incestuous, he was one of the final two of the last Bachelorette charity. And I think it's so weird because it's like you're heartbroken and still getting over a person that you quote unquote fell in love with. And now they're rushing you off to a mansion in Los Angeles to choose some 26 women to be your wife. Um, and it all happens really quickly. So this guy, Joey, he is actually seemingly a very nice young man. When it when it came down to him and another couple of dudes with charity, I think... Um, his racist uncle lost it for him because his uncle told charity who was a black woman, like you're not seeing the real Joey. I don't even know who this guy is that you've met. And so it planted these seeds of doubt in her head. And so she went with Doughton who I loved for her. Uh, So now Joey is back picking women. And because Joey was 
the last uh, of the the white men with the black bachelorette, they put several women of color in the house for him, um, which I always have feelings about because I feel like this franchise doesn't do well with race at all. Uh, it's, a, it's a decent season for drama and whatever. Um, but speaking of doesn't do well with race, Love is Blind is back for its sixth season. And it's always funny to me that people go on there like, you know, I just, I'm just here to meet somebody like race don't matter. Personality don't matter. And I always feel like the black people are there to not meet other black people because like, why would you need to be in a blind situation to find a, 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 a black partner? I, to me, it, to me, it, it's indicative of like, Oh, I, I, I'm open to everything. Like I, I spend a lot of time on dating apps and I find that when black men say things like that, they mean I'm here to meet women who aren't black. Um, but there, but there is one whole black couple that has made it to the thing. Spoiler alert! All of the available episodes dropped as of yesterday, so there are, I think, nine episodes available right now on Netflix, and it's uh, Nick and Vanessa Lachey produced premise of the show. You get go into these pods for like three weeks have dates with people through a wall and then in order to see the person that you've chosen you have to propose to them and then you go on a honeymoon with everybody else who made it this far and then y'all move in together and then because the show is the messiest shit on television they bring in the other people that you were you know having dates with who you maybe didn't choose so there's a lot of like swapping situations that could probably happen because there were uh, quite a few love triangles this season so we've got a couple the girl she's getting ate up all over tiktok because like i don't know why they were discussing looks because you really shouldn't be on a show called love is blind but she they were talking about their celebrity dopper doppelganger and she said she was very clear she was very clear i don't look like her but people say because of my hair and my eyes that I kind of look like Megan Fox. I could see it, but they're eating this girl up because she has kind of a long <laughs> chin and, you know, whatever. She, they say she looks like Adele. They say, you know, like, she's a pretty girl. She don't look exactly like Megan Fox, but she never claimed to either. Okay. Um, What's the best Megan Fox, like, jokes might make? Megan, what animal? No, they were, they're, they're being really mean because she's a curvier girl and like she has a long chin. So they're like calling her Natalie Nunn and shit. And it's mm. like, you can't do anything about your chin length. Like it's such a weird thing to make fun of someone about, but she's a pretty girl. She just don't, she's not like a twin of Megan Fox. And so he said in his interview, he hasn't yet to say it to her face that he feels like she lied to him and misrepresented the way that she looked, but he's very attracted to her is what he said but he also there was another woman there who he fell in love with who told him very late in the game that she had a 12 year old daughter and that shook him and so he went the other way so now um he tried to like friend this other chick on instagram and they all met at a barbecue and like it's so messy it's so messy nobody went for you know Megan St. Bernard, just an easy dog joke. Come on, people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not looking into the comments like that. I've just mostly seen her TikToks being like, y'all are mean. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there you go, people. That That is the the the, the media of the week we'll be got down with. I got to show y'all this right quick. This is, if I can get it up on screen in a timely manner. Sweet baby Jesus. 
It's taking so much longer than it should. Uh, let's go with this one. Of course, it opened on the wrong side of the screen. Crack this bad boy open. You, my my little patron babies, get to see this. Boop, boop, boop. It's a standardized version now. New standardized version of our logo. It's based on our Pride logo, uh, but it's not with Pride colorized colors. But I. Uh, <clears throat> Got somebody on Fiverr, because I always go to Fiverr to get shit done like this, and said, I need a more standard, just a standardized version of the logo, because I don't want, I, it's not that I don't want to always have our Pride logo. Pride logo is dope, and in fact, like I said, the basis of this logo is indeed our Pride logo. But just like a standard color situation. Send it to the fellas. They, they, uh, we had a couple of options, but this is the one that they, they uh, signed off on. And of course, the great state of Ohio, which is always a secret little uh, extra in our logos, all our logos, in fact. Uh, I had to have him, uh, the guy change it to to red because, of course, Ohio State colors are crimson and gray. Not because Ohio's a red state. Don't go out like that. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm happy to have it. It is uh, this that has officially been crossed and moved over to everywhere. And and and, and in fact, I we I even got the old uh, TikTok up and running sticks of this week and uh and and edit it again. You know, as I as I go through uh, teach, uh, my uh, continue to learn of how to edit, I edited uh and i'm an asshole together for tiktok this week and uh i think it turned out pretty well my son was like you should have cut that little gap of silence out right there i'm like look man that's the fuck <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie I'm, I'm getting i'm trying to get better uh, as it as it works out but everywhere has the new logo on it and uh it's up available over on uh our, our merch store and in fact i ordered the shirt i have a shirt on the way with that logo on it i can't wait to get for it to get here so i can rock it also got a podcast hoodie because I knew I said I was going to give me a, a fresh uh, a podcast uh, logo joint. So that's what's up with that. You too could be getting down with the get down over there because I said, but let me give you the whole spiel. You know what it is. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Be very nice if you did that. Meaning basically YouTube, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts, of course, where you can do your ratings, reviews at, you know, saying give us five stars on Spotify. Uh, please consider giving us five stars and writing us review on Apple podcasts. And uh, of course on YouTube, just hit us with the thumbs up. I put the audio version of the show up over there. If you're a patron, you of course get the video version of the show over there and uh, make it a point to just uh, make sure you give us a thumbs up and uh, subscribe over there. Uh, uh, patrons at the $1 tier. Basically look, you're doing me a solid. I'm gonna slip you a little something every every every, every so often. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, this week they the 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 buddies episode. Patrons, you got patrons at any level, the dollar level, you got it. Patrons at the five dollar level, you got it. So we good to go either way. But patrons at the five dollars and level, we'll always get the show on video uh, that I am learning to edit, and I think I'm getting pretty good at. I make I make I, I have an we have an animated intro I made. I make a little animated bit of the art that we have every week, so a little title kind of jiggle and shake and do things. I think it's pretty fly. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. I'm kind of proud of myself. I edit a little stuff in that is not in the audio version of the show that I think is a good time. I think you'll have a good time getting down to get down with that. And like I was just saying, we have merch available over at tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunchy milk, all one word. I got rid of the the one design with the stars on it and so forth and so on because it never prints well. It's just too much going on in that shirt and T Public's print quality 
be here and there. So <laughs> that one, I'm like, I feel like it was just a little, doing a little too much. I went ahead and got rid of that one. So what's over there now is the new logo, the Pride logo, or the OG logo, Building Boxes Bar and a podcast cast is what's up on that right now. I ordered a bunch of stickers. The kid asked me to get stickers for all the show, the, the logo. So I ordered all the, the stickers for uh, for Lee. So they should be here any moment now. I gave T Public a couple of bucks. T Public was <laughs> like, there, fine. If, if, if nothing else, I'm going to support my store. <laughs> but you too have the ability to support the store. Uh, <laughs> if you're so inclined, give us a call 216 264 6311. That's 216 264 6311. We certainly love to hear from you. Feel free to uh, call and or message us on that number. And heard her from you this week. We indeed have. It is, of course, the homie William Jackson Kent, who sh- shot us a little text. <clears throat> And just said many thanks for the birthday shout out. Uh, shout out, much appreciated. Had a nice birthday cupcake. <laughs> now here's my gift to you. I'm not from. Uh, it's not from him, but a very reliable source. Source. The Z in Vince's name is silent. It's basically Gregorian. You know, if you swap it, swap Ian, Ian for E, Ian. I what? Ian for E K. That's all for now. Take care. R.I.P. This fool. Man, I'm so sorry this fool got canceled. If y'all want to know about that, this fool is an amazing show on Hulu. And it only got two seasons. And they're both great. And you may not be able to watch new episodes of it. There will will be no more episodes of it. But those two two seasons are really, really great. This fool is on Hulu. You should go check it out. Definitely a comfort show that you can just like, just ride out to and just watch a bunch of times. And it's just as funny as the last time. Yeah, for sure. And of course, got just a little interaction over on the uh, over on uh, the Spotify page, and it's from our homeboy Carrie. And Carrie said, "I should be getting down with Patreon soon." Uh, love you. me, and also, and he said he loves him some gizzards, seasoned and fried. So there you go. That's who fucking with gizzards, y'all. <laughs> for people who listen to this show, <laughs> I've had gizzards, Carrie. I've tried it, so it's not like I have not attempted to, to get down with gizzards. They just don't do it for you, man. They got a weird uh, metallicness to them that I don't uh, don't appreciate. They real gangy. <laughs> yeah, be careful. They, uh, you you can probably get gout from eating too many. I mean, I feel like Gizzards is like a every night again. I don't think my I don't think my man wrecking shop on Gizzards on the rig. You know what I'm saying? My mom grinds them up super finely for like her dressing, uh, rice and cornbread. Oh yeah. I do recall people putting gizzards in dressing. Damn, you took me back to my my youth. Mm-hmm. Bruh, every church or family event, including up into my grandfather's passing. So that was 2012. We would go to this community center in Millington, Tennessee. And all these church ladies would make this dressing that was always lightweight, kind of wet. So you definitely wouldn't fuck with it. But it always had like Boiled eggs chopped up in it too, and so forth and so on. It's like the wildest ass onion bits and shit. It's like, and they always would put gravy on it. It's like, it's already wet. Why the fuck is you putting gravy on it? I never, I, I did not understand it, but I still, I remember that taste. And I remember that look. And like, again, yeah, it, just like I said, in like, in the, in, in, you know, that well, giblet gravy. And yeah, that's, that's exactly gizzard. what it is, man. It's like, man, that is. I wonder who those people are and how they all know they keep past that recipe on. It's the, <laughs> it goes back to slavery. We were given all that awful and we had to do with the, the part of the, the animal that nobody else wanted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
anyway. <laughs> Nick, thank you so very much for coming through Thanks last minute me. and so far. I use, I try to be better about scheduling, but also I, I truly, truly just want to talk to you. I was like, cool. It's all good. I'm. I was so happy to do it. I, you know, I don't. Um, Typically, I have, you know, my Zumba on Thursday or whatever, but y'all start late enough that I can slide on in. So I appreciate you having me and everybody putting up, talking me through my anxiety. It's very helpful for the upcoming trip. I'm, 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 I'm like, you know, you'd be generally excited for somebody. I'm like, I'm so charged up and gassed up for you to go kick it and squeeze your I can't wait to see all your pictures and just yap at you about what you did, how you did it and so forth and so on. And if you're going to go do it again, all that good shit. I'm just hyped. <laughs> so I'm excited for this. And I just, I'm glad I got to talk to you about it. Cause that's, that's what's up. I get that. I'm sorry. I'm getting so excited for trips. That's what I'm like saying. I'm, I'm excited to just drive up the way this weekend. It was almost last weekend, but it started snowing up and up the way we was, I was talking about going. And I was like, I ain't driving through Buffalo and snow in any situation. Cause it can, it can take a real bad turn quickly. So <laughs> I'm glad we did not do it that way. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think we've addressed and hit everything we're supposed to. Yes, my dog has diabetes. Kind of sucks. If your dog got diabetes or you know a dog that do and you have some experience in that matter, holler at your boy. Well, let me let me know if what you're feeding your dog, uh, what you do, what you're saying, protein situation. They, they they tell me not to let them snack, but I figure, you know what I'm saying? If, if it's diabetes, like diabetes, right? They can probably have protein, right? It's not going to fucking their blood sugar too much. They probably get some chicken or something on the, on the low, right? It's a little snack. <laughs> You know why? No, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not said at all. That is, of course, the two one sixes all young aunt. Yes, not as young as I used to be. Hey, you're still younger than me, so I, I, it works. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big homie lunchbox two zero nine nine. In the Zoom call. <laughs> Sir, this is not Zoom. Don't, don't ever. <laughs> that's the that's my, my my very tiny. If you met Nick, I'm saying compared to me, Nick is a short person. But everybody's short compared to me, so it's just what it is. But I'm a tall person. Like for a woman, I'm above average height. Vanessa say to say shit to me. I'm tall for a woman. I'm like, no, Vanessa's sure. tiny. She's like five five. <laughs> Five nine. She's, is she? Yeah, she is. <laughs> Why did I think that she was little? And I've like literally put my arm around her. <laughs> five nine is tall for a woman. She, that, trust me, I hear it. But like I said, she's beneath my chin, so it's right. just little to me. You know <laughs> right. But that is uh, uh, the the world's fabulous Nick Jew. Uh, she hosts what's the tea? She hosts a. Uh, Drag Race uh, recap show uh, the wig cap on her on their Patreon so you need to be getting down with that so you can go listen to that she is a host of our own uh, Crimpetissier which might be getting a new show y'all I got well no no mites to it is going to be getting a new show I got uh, somebody working on a logo for that one right now and I'm going to go ahead and share with you right now it's called So So Chef it's a bear recap podcast. Me and my man Chalfie is working on right now in the background. We'll let y'all know how it gets down. Trust me, he came with that name. And I thought it was the dopest thing in the world. <clears throat> if you dope. know what, if you think of what this So So Death logo look like. That's dope. I got some shit going on. And I was just like, I'm putting that on KP feed. It makes sense. It works in that, <laughs> in that situation. So sooner than later, you will have a show on there to fuck with if you are down with a uh, uh to get down with uh, in between seasons of uh, 
uh, Bake Off and the American Baking Show. American Baking Show. Are you going to have your own like uh, code name for that show? You give me like Jermaine Dutri Dutri. <laughs> 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 Hadn't considered, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, American Baking Show is doing uh, contestants right now, and Vanessa's sister is trying to get in on that bitch. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah. nice. Don't let me get somebody I know on that That's show. Dope. God, over y'all bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me who just made it over y'all bitches. I am the internet's Tay 713. You have just been podcast too, and I know you loved it. We will do it again next week, and until then, peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.